hello and welcome to episode 19 of season 2 of the Jumping the Rail podcast. This is Mark Revan coming to you from Champaign, Illinois. And uh, we got the whole team back together today. We got uh, the bearded dragon, Gary Vassilio, hey. back with us today. And Jazz as always, hands. thrilled to be here. <laughs> Jazz hands, yeah. And uh, then we got Menders with us again. Menders, how you doing? I'm hanging still, in there. Still, still hobbling around, around, I know. Yep, still hobbling around. What you hey, do? I saw the video. Oh, Gary didn't know. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> oh, Gary doesn't follow I... us on socials, so. Nah, I broke my foot so, two weeks ago. Oh. So I'm on crutches and in a wheelchair. It's good times. Yeah, yeah. I had a, apparently I had a fracture at one point and it formed a bone spur. And then that rubbed on a tendon and my whole foot was jacked up for like a few months because it was, just did not want to calm down. And my, yeah. So yeah, feet stuff great. Yeah, yeah. Mark yeah. got to see me on my uh, crutches last night. I sent him, yeah. <laughs> sent him a video of me hopping along. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a good time. Some people, some people enjoy feet stuff. Uh, cough, cough. Tony Atlas, cough, cough. But that's not the kind of stuff we're talking about. No. I saw he's on the <laughs> new season of Behind, Beyond. Well, no, not Beyond Dark Side, the Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side Dark. of the Ring. Yeah. Yeah. They brought well, they'll him probably by. get into the feet. <laughs> oh Tony. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Oh boy. Baba Simba indeed. So yeah. we got a uh quite a bit to talk about. Uh we're on the heels of the big draft this past weekend, WWE. Uh I'm sure we all have opinions, what they did wrong, what they could have done better, and uh I guess the uh, obvious thing for me. Uh, Roman goes number one, no surprise. I wish Cody would have gone on the same show as Roman. I mean, they can still do that. He's not going to get the new they belt can. either. I don't think He'll, he will. He won't, but, he won't get the new belt. He'll Something will happen. I think Brock will screw him on it. I think this whole thing with Brock is going to take us to... I Man, I hope he doesn't... I hope Roman doesn't hold that belt past Mania. I, I don't want him to hold it till Mania, but... They're talking now about gonna... wanting to break Hogan's record. So, I mean, I don't know who... How many people are you just going to feed to the paper shredder that is Roman Reigns? <laughs> well, it's almost to the point where they got to start recycling people. I don't know who... Off the top well, of my head, I can't remember who I went to. Uh, well, they had so I many people... The... Lo- they had so many people lose almost clean, if not clean to him. So, it's just... There's one Hogan. that didn't... Yeah, but of yep, course he's on the guy. other show. Yeah, right. So he'll—I think he's the guy that wins the the new belt. Uh, I Seth too. Franklin or Seth freaking Rollins. I'm gonna <laughs> That's to the today. And, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. So I don't know about because I heard Drew was unhappy. So I was—I wouldn't be shocked if they gave it to to Drew for a while. Drew. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I like Drew. It well, could come yeah. down between Seth and Drew, and I'd be happy. Let those two go at it. Yeah. Drew McIntyre is is what Jr. would refer to as a blue chipper. Like the mm-hmm. dude yes. is a giant Scotsman. He's I, I'm secure in my manhood enough. Dude's handsome, just jacked out of his mind. Has a different look than most people, and can work. Yeah, yeah. and can cut a promo. 
if they don't make him do the stupid baby face promo. Like I was, he's got was it all. Say, I, so I don't understand why he's not. And he led them through that COVID era where it was just yeah. So I think he he deserves a little bit of a shine. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't win the title, I think he needs to go heal. Yeah. Yeah. Just, we have a friend way, in if, the chat. Oh, do we? Is it uh, one of our? Uh, hello, Bari, my my friend. He's uh, our sometimes substitute co-host. Jabari Sinclair is in the comments there, so I'm sure he'll have some takes along with us because we talk about this shit all the time, Menders. We do. Uh, as it as it happens. Uh, we do. So. One thing that threw me off is all of the free agents that they that they announced that right now are going between shows, which I'm guessing is just because they don't know quite yet where they want to put them at. Yeah. I mean, Brock yeah. is the one they made a point of saying is just can come and go as he pleases because of his contract, which doesn't surprise me. He's the it's biggest Brock. attraction they yeah. got. Uh, Omos surprised me that they made him a free agent, that he's going back and forth. But he kind of that kind of goes on on the Andre territory. He's the the giant, yeah. you know. So, but, uh, but yeah, the uh, the, the big uh, picks on Friday SmackDown. Uh, Roman obviously. Uh, go. I'm say I'll start with going to SmackDown. You got Roman and Bianca, Edge, Lashley. Uh, AJ's back, so the OC is going to SmackDown. And uh, then they called up uh, the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, who I'm actually, I'm a big fan of. So that should be interesting. Yeah, that's the one. That's probably the thing I don't get the most is they just they called them up and then that same night had them tag match for the championships, and then like the the next night on TV they call up the other team. That was going to go right. for the NXT. Yeah, they announced the match last Tuesday before the draft even started. And then both teams got, got drafted. So I don't know where, yeah. what's going to happen with that. So dumb. I'm surprised Breaker hasn't, didn't go. I'm but, not. Uh, Rick screwed it what... up for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you think so? I do. It could be. It could be. I, I, think, I think Dad screwed it up for him. I th- I'll tell you what I, th- I was surprised. I thought that they would announce Waller on the air, on TV, not do it on uh, Raw Talk. After the oh, show Grayson over. Waller went. Yeah. Waller got drafted to SmackDown. Smackdown. Yeah, uh, but he was literally the last pick they announced on Raw Talk. Yeah, I heard they're going to start making cuts again though too. So like, I, I won't be I'm surprised. Wondering. I was surprised about um, Cameron Grimes going to SmackDown. We haven't yeah, seen that him in pleasant, a while. On NXT. that was a pleasant surprise. That yeah, was a very I, pleasant yeah. Surprise. I figured he would have been called up months ago. I think he, he was supposed been. to. He might. I think he might have been hurt. So um, I think they had to wait that, for him. That to dude's. Well, I mean, the the only thing holding him back is maybe size. Yeah, he's maybe. Not, but he's he's got the charisma of a man twice his height. Well, he's a great worker too. And oh yeah, dynamic promo. And oh yeah, yeah, second generation guy. I wonder if they'll keep the same gimmick on him, or if they'll change. Him I up. hope not. I want him to change it. You don't like the to the moon stuff? No, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I like how he came up when he had the top hat and the. He was At like first, the... it was fine, but as it's gone on, I've gotten sick of it. Right. When he won all the money from GameStop or whatever, yeah. it's like. Ugh. That was a top. That was a topical storyline at, at the time. At the time. From what I understand, he actually did make quite a bit off of him. like that was. Oh, did oh was that that was a shoot? 
That oh was, wow! Okay. That, yeah, that was that was a shoot they turned into an angle that he made wow. quite a bit. Like he actually I'll did invest in GameStop and pulled out just the right time and made quite a bit. <laughs> and so they're like, "Oh, well, well we're not really doing anything with you, so let's right. just use this." <laughs> Ted DiBiase just off the million dollar belt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, raw picks last night. Uh, just to go hit the highlights. Now, Rhea was first overall last night, which I thought was a good call. I know that it means you're gonna... me at all. Are they no, doing a belt swap or what's going to happen? They're gonna, I think they're doing the belt swap again. I don't like it, but I mean, it's not that big of a deal to me. Just because the belts aren't, there's not one better than the other. So it's literally just yeah. swapping out two different pairs of shoes. So, so you got Rhea, Charlotte, and Asuka all on SmackDown. Uh, no, Rhea's on, on Raw. Rhea's oh, on Raw. Bianca's going to SmackDown. Yeah, okay. With Asuka. Bianca, uh, Asuka, Charlotte. Yeah. Right. yeah, so SmackDown for the women's division, you get Bianca, uh, let me see, Damage Control, which it is what it is, and uh, Alba and Isla from NXT, uh, Charlotte. Living, no, oh, no, that's they're on Oscar. Uh, I was looking, I pulled one up. Here Shotzi, see if I can, you know, bless, bless Kevin Patrick's heart for trying to make Shotzi seem like a big deal when she got drafted. You know, Shitsy? he he tried, Shitsy? and then, uh, okay, and I think that's all the big ones that were announced on TV. Then on Saturday morning, uh, I'm trying to see who all got. Yeah. I'm excited about Imperium going to Raw. Yes, me too. Uh, let me see. But then I kind of figured when that happened that Imperium yeah, was going good. to SmackDown. Yeah, it's kind of made sense. I almost saw I could almost see Theory staying on Raw, but then dropping the belt to Lashley because Lashley's going to SmackDown, so he could have taken the belt with him. He could have. But uh, yeah, then uh, some of the other. Uh, the NXT, uh, I, at first I was worried. It seemed like they were taking all the big uh, big hitters from NXT because they took, uh, let's see, like I said, Indy, they took Alba and Isla, who were two of their champions. They took Zoe Stark, Apollo Crews, J.D. McDonough, uh, Von Wagner, and <laughs> uh, and the one I was actually excited about is uh, Pretty Deadly going to SmackDown. I was too. <laughs> that was should be too. interesting. I also like Indy Sheer going to Raw. Uh, Veer and what's his name and and gender are going up to Raw. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but I like them as a tag team, though. That's why I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, Odyssey Jones too. By the way, going to Raw. I was super surprised to see Odyssey. Honestly, that shocked me, especially especially when you're sitting there thinking Breaker didn't go, and I was like, Breaker's not going. No Mello. No Mello. Okay. No Waller. I think was the blue chipper from. NXT that went up. Him and him and Zoe. Yeah, but, I was excited uh, to see Zoe go. And uh, uh, well, I still call her Casey Cat Nazaro, but right, Katana, 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 whatever. Yeah, I was surprised they went up. I was like, wait, what? I was a little surprised by that. I don't. I mean, think if Cameron Grimes is gonna, if size is gonna be an issue for Cameron Grimes, I can't imagine for well, Katana because she's right. She's a little thing. Little teeny, 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 teeny. But also very talented, though. Yeah. Just, you know, devil Very advocate. athletic. Yeah. Very uh, athletic. Seems like they're going to put the way back together on Raw because they got Johnny and Candice and Dexter and Indy all up there. 
Yeah. Johnny At least Space Austin Space. won't be in it this time. Right. right. He can get yeah. away from that. So. Yeah, he kind of dodged the bullet. Yeah, he did. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's a free agent. I guess that means he's going to put everybody over. I was, <laughs> I was more surprised about Baron Corbin being a free agent. That's Dolph, Dolph and, and Baron are just going to start parking cars and... <laughs> Pop of popcorn. <laughs> yeah, just. <sighs> oh my goodness. Uh, we yeah, can there all was some... the brief, by the way. Otis and the Maximum Male Models will be on the same show. Yay! <laughs> I right. was I was surprised they didn't break up Bloodline and Judgment Day, though. I was real I'm surprised. Su- I'm surprised they didn't break up anybody. Yeah. They, they, I, I thought they, they were going to kept... break up. I thought they were going to break up New Day for sure. You think so? I thought they were, but they didn't. They sent them both. They sent Woodsy and Kofi together. Kofi. Yeah, so. they have. They still haven't picked uh, Biggie. He's. I think he's on the shelf still. So they didn't bother wasting a pick on him. Yeah. I, was, I mean, they kept like teasing like tag teams could be split up, factions be split up. They didn't split up anybody. Well, yeah. I they, figured they. I figured they, they at least big, split up the Street Profits. They made a big deal about. Sending factions as a group, yeah. Somehow, it's like, like majority of the picks were groups of people, like LWO and Judgment Day, and all of them. I mean, Zayn and Owens make sense; they're the tag champs, so they got to go. Yeah, but uh, that makes me wonder what they're going to do about the tag titles, though. If they're only going to be on Raw, then SmackDown's going to want their tag titles back, I would imagine, right? Well, I mean, it seemed it seems like H has decided to not have just one set of belts so yeah oh we'll get into that too i know uh, you don't like that i I don't i don't (laughs) like splitting up the belt but the belt mark in me thinks it's a really cool looking belt though yeah i'm not a belt look at that i thought it was cool yeah that is a beautiful piece of gold right there it reminds reminds you of the uh the old big gold it does a little bit of upgrade like you know a little bit of modernization yeah, they still got the side plates on the uh, on the sides there for the the custom plates that they put on for everybody. The only thing I would have done different if I were Triple H is I wouldn't have just said, "Hey Roman, I'm making a new belt, and you're going to." I would have I would have made Roman choose. Told him I was stripping him of one, and made him choose where he went, and then, um, then you can have a little bit of a. Because they've kind of laid some groundwork where Triple H is kind of being snide about bit, yeah. the judgment. Day. And that could have just been, you know, a, more of a, because you make Roman come out and you and you say, hand me one of those. You pick. Yeah. You I know, would prefer that you just do away with the Universal and just go back to being WWE. Yeah. WWE but I would have, I would have created that. I would have still had that new belt. And yeah. that's and oh, I would have yeah. put then see that's what then once he hands you that belt and you're like okay well you're going to you chose SmackDown and he's like yeah that's my show and then it's like well this is the new belt for the world and that would have brought out that big new beautiful belt and have him just not, just <laughs> and it's like if you would have came to Raw you would have this <laughs> you would have had this but you chose SmackDown yeah, yeah Paul was drooling a little bit last night. When he came just look yeah, at that he was. but this opens up a door for something that excites me though i know it won't happen but it makes me think gary about the uh all japan triple crown yeah 
they could they could conceivably have their own triple crown in WWE now if they if they wanted to. Three belts. Three belts, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I mean, they could have done it with NXT too, but you know. Uh, now they're keeping this separate. Uh, there's I've been listening. Dave LaGreco and Busted Open has been losing his mind over this. How bad it is. How Cody should have won at Mania. All this stuff. <sighs> Little Dave. I, I don't. Dave. I don't think that he needs. Like I like I've said before, I think wrestling falls into that wormhole sometimes of if we didn't create it it doesn't exist right and cody being gone on his own accord starting AEW, doing all the things he's done Mm -hmm. coming back getting being so hot and then tearing his pack and fighting through it i think that was personally i think that was enough i don't think you have to make him go through like a bunch of other stuff and quite frankly, you don't even have to have him hold the belt that long. If you, no. if you, in fact, I would have, that would, I, you, you could have gave it back to Roman for all I care with the help of Brock Lesnar or whatever. And then you screwed him, but at least you gave, you gave the fans that moment. And yeah. then that makes him salivate for him to get it back. But him getting just screwed and then not even getting a rematch. What if Cody like, didn't want Mania then lost the next night? On, on Raw. Yeah, that would have been fine right with me. I would have got some uh, some very good heat out of that one. And yeah, Cody well, still got to finish his story, but you know he's he's still going yeah. through the hard times. You know, like Dusty did. Yeah. Uh, my question is, uh, well, the thing that crossed my mind listening to the Greco blow was stacked for the last month about Cody losing a Mania. They're always everybody's assuming that Cody's going to win the world heavyweight championship he better not i think that's in my opinion that's not finishing his story his i think his story has evolved it's not the belt anymore it's roman mm-hmm. because at this mm-hmm. point roman is bigger than those two belts that he's carrying around yeah yeah so i think roman, roman, roman is the mountaintop right now yeah roman will get busy probably with aj or somebody for a while and then they'll end up AJ? And then you'll—I don't know if you have Cody go back-to-back years winning the Rumble, or if you have him win Elimination Chamber or something, get him back into the I would have him, picture. I would have him win the Rumble, but I'd have him win for number one because it seemed really flat to me that he won coming out at number thirty at the Rumble this year. Like, you didn't get the struggle from from Cody during the—the build-up was so short between the Rumble and Mania. I think if he hadn't gotten hurt. They could have built that. They probably would have started like at SummerSlam and moved and started building from there. Yeah, but, yeah. It just it just seemed rushed to me to have him win at Mania this year. So I'm glad they didn't do it. Another thought: What about a Money in the Bank type situation? Oh well, yeah. I forgot about Money in the Bank. You could always do Money in the Bank. Yeah. It, Possibly. Almost. I hate to, I hate to even suggest it, but having to do like Seth like Seth did. Hold on to the thing until WrestleMania, and then cash in, or yeah. make the amount, or make the announce like cash in beforehand and say this is what I want. I I don't know. I just think well, they whoever could go wins, well, whoever wins that pretty belt, and I know it shouldn't be Cody. And Mark, you and I kind of talked about this. It's a consolation prize. If Cody wins it, it's a consolation. If prize. Cody it's a wins, it's a consolation prize. Trophy. 
But yeah. if it's anybody it's else, it's not. Right. Uh, but what they could do, if say Cody does win that title, then whoever wins Money in the Bank, whether, and I'm trying to think who it would be from the heel side, maybe the Miz, just as an example. If the what Miz cashed in on Cody, LA Knight's on SmackDown. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But no, say, like, I'm just using the Miz as a hypothetical. If he cashed in on Cody and took that title from him, then you got Cody back on the struggle again. And then yeah. the thing I keep coming back to is WrestleMania 26, uh, Sean and Taker. It was after the, after, it was the second match. The first match was at 25. And then starting at the end of that year, Michaels kept trying to get Taker into a rematch because he wanted to end the streak. That was like his, that was his white whale. Yeah. And finally he got Taker to agree to the match, but still lost anyway. That could, they could do something very similar with Cody and Roman at this point. Well, I mean, even if Cody doesn't doesn't win the Rumble, you know, he could still do that, just kind of get in his head a little bit. Well, I mean, you could always have Cody, like, find a way to become a free agent himself. Yeah. And be bouncing between shows and, you know, just win a match with a stipulation or something that he can go anywhere he wants. I, I had a convoluted idea, Gary. Uh, do you remember the collusion scandal from Major League Baseball in the 80s? No. It was like 86, I think, and the owners colluded to like lowball all the, the big talent free agents oh, so they yeah. stay with their team. That's why Dawson went to the Cubs for like the league minimum and won the MVP. I thought that they could have done, and it doesn't make sense now because Cody went on the first night if Heyman had like conspired with say SmackDown to not pick Cody. Yeah. So he would go to raw, but then if that got discovered, then Pierce could say, okay, yeah, Cody, you're a free agent because there was collusion. And then that could get him to Roman. But it, the way that the draft played out, that they wouldn't work. But uh, I, I overthink things. So that's, that's where my brain goes. <laughs> I think we all overthink things, but we're all like, we can. I, I think it's a, it's a, it's an <laughs> epidemic overthinking. All right, yeah. I'm gonna put you both on the spot. Uh, who do you think needs to be the first world heavyweight champion on Monday Night Raw? I, I said it earlier. I think Seth. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I mean Seth. Seth, Seth, or, Seth? Seth are true. Well, I look yeah. at Seth, well, and you think of how many times. And I'm, I'm taking some of this from a friend of ours, AJ, had said in the chat we were having earlier, how many times, how hard Seth works, he can work with anybody, he can put anybody mm-hmm. over with still going over. And I really think to make that belt relevant, you're going to have to put it on Seth, which is right now the hugest baby face on Raw. I mean, I know there's Cody, yes. but I, I don't feel like everybody's behind them, though, yet. I mean, no. I know they're cheering him and things like that, but I don't think everybody's behind him, especially since he lost at WrestleMania. Yeah. I think the thing that has to happen is the it has to go on somebody that Roman hasn't beat yet. Right. And he hasn't uh, beat that's Seth. The, that's the thing. that, And Seth has not lost to Roman. He won by DQ the Rumble last yep. year. And yep. I think that's that almost seems like that's what they're building to for Mania next year is Seth and Roman. 
just from that I'd be exchange right with between it. Paul and Seth last night. I'd be perfectly fine with that, honestly. I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing it again, and I feel like those two could go toe to toe, and you're not going to have, mm-hmm. and it could go either way. They can make you believe that yeah. it's not going to be quote unquote predetermined, but right, you know, I'll do you one. I'll do you one better. I'll bet Seth can pull decent match out of Omos on Saturday. Probably. One can only hope. Because you know Seth's going to bump like a million bucks for him. You know, well, I mean, all over the place. A broken watch is right twice a day, Mark. <laughs> oh, I know. I have a broken clock on my wall <laughs> back behind me that has not worked in probably 20 years. But it's a family heirloom, so I keep it up on the wall. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> so, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's overall kind of games. That Seth pretty much is the choice, but Drew is right up there. Yeah. Because Drew deserves to get that moment with the fans where he gets something. I think I think maybe they'll have Drew take the belt off of Gunther and have Seth win the, the big belt and then maybe Drew and Seth at Mania. I think they'll have Gunther take the belt back off of Drew or something like that. Because I don't think I don't think he's quite ready for the main event run. I mean he's good, but I just don't think he's they're they're looking at him to I think as soon as he drops that IC title, he's gonna be right in that main event picture for the world title. Yeah, but yeah, I can see them waiting to pull the trigger on Gunther with, with the world title, though. Uh, although, the uh, can you imagine the, the dancing we'll see from Gunther if he wins the title <laughs> menders? If it's as creepy as what his wedding dancing was, <laughs> I'm scared. That was yeah. so scary. I was I was not used to seeing the the pictures and all that stuff online yesterday. I'm not used to seeing Gunther enjoy life or experience joy, right. so it was kind of unsettling. <laughs> it was. It was a little unsettling. Ah, Barry chiming I'm... in. Seth is the only guy that makes sense to to makes sense to belt. Oh, I didn't think he yep. belt as a verb. There you go. <laughs> Sounds good. Barry does all the time. I'm used to it. Yes. <laughs> all but... right. I got. I got one more uh, topic I want to get into before we get into uh, the big fantasy draft that we're going to do today, which was very exciting. I can tell Gary's very excited about it. But uh, <laughs> going to AEW for a minute. So do we have to? The the uh, land of I to- the, the land of I told you so. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, first off, uh, thirty five thousand tickets sold already in the pre show for Wembley. Which is pretty impressive. It's already their highest uh, highest grossing show. It sounds like Tony's shooting for ninety uh, when the tickets go on sale to the general public on Friday. Which I don't know. I could I I hope he does it just because you know you want to see everybody succeed and everything. But if they do, they got to have a card to back it up, which is exactly where I'm wondering <laughs> what they're. That's the problem. <laughs> that's that's neither here. I just wanted to throw that out there. But then the other thing I wanted to mention is uh, with the fiasco that was the Adam Cole, Britt Baker, Jericho segment last the week before last with the handcuffs and everything, and <laughs> Britt got tuned up by the outcasts. I can tell Menders, you're just, I think you threw up in your mouth a little bit. A little one. bit. A little but, bit. Uh, so the next week, Paige, uh, Paige, I keep saying Paige, it's Soraya, how, you know, well, that's her real name. It's, it's uh, Soraya and Tony and Ruby had the, they were sporting a new t-shirt last Wednesday. And here it is. 
you see the aforementioned tuned up Britt Baker there with the black eye and everything. And I have to wonder if that's, and I know the, the AEW diehards know what happened, like the explanation for the picture. Oh, there's how do you wear that shirt out in public and (laughs) explain that to somebody who doesn't know wrestling or doesn't watch AEW? I don't know. It just seems like they'll put anything on a t-shirt these days in AEW. I don't know what that's like. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, exactly, Mark. Victor. Um, <laughs> I'm working on but, a new one. I'm hoping it gets approved. Well, the last one that she had, the last one Brit that I remember of Brits was the one where she had the blood dripping down her face from the tooth and nails match or whatever. Yeah. So it's like I guess this is kind of her go-to. I don't know. She's she's the almost the hardcore chick in AEW, but. Even so, that picture looks like a shot that you would, like the police would take in a domestic violence investigation for their files. So, yeah, to Joe Sixpack, who doesn't watch professional wrestling, I got to wonder what their opinion would be if they saw somebody walk around with that t-shirt on. uh, Kind of, you know, it kind of reminds me a little bit, like if she were like flipping off the camera, they could have really pulled off the Johnny Cash photo with that. Oh, yeah. And that would have been, I think you, that would have sold more, like her just with the black eye kind of flipping off the camera and, you know, basically, you know, screw you guys, you know, I'm still here type thing. I think that would have, yeah. I think that would have worked much better than just the black yeah. eye picture. Yeah, that leaves too much... Uh... Room for judgment and uh, criticism. And, you know, Menders, you and I, I know uh, we're both t-shirt marks and everything like that, but uh, yeah, it just seems like they'll put anything on a t-shirt in AEW these days. Hmm. You think? I, I do. Especially <laughs> whenever Jericho trips on a, oh, on a new catchphrase and that winds up... <laughs> You're making my head hurt, Mark. Well, I think I'm it's just sorry. like I think that market is so. It, it used to be you had to print X amount of shirts, and now that market is more of like a, a boutique market. Yeah. So, like, if so, somebody's like, "Oh, well, we want a bunch of these shirts." Well, you have you have places that will just print you that many. Yeah, and and I think that's why they do it. It's. It's it's pretty win win, I would imagine. At this point, they're not paying a whole lot for because I mean, pro wrestling tees or wherever they get them or subsidiaries or they're 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 making tons of shirts all the time. So they're you know, it's not like they're just. I I, I think that's probably where they're at because you see WWE selling way more shirts, like different varieties. It used to be one guy would have one shirt. Unless you were Austin or Rock, every time they come back, they have a different shirt. Most Cena. everybody, yeah, Cena, Cena, a different color. Yeah, yeah, yeah same thing. Different color. Same, same shirt. Same, <laughs> same shirt, but just purple. Right. This one has the Boston Celtics logo on it. Uh, we'll make it green. Same, same move set, but with a salute. It, it's yes. That's that's John Cena. I'll I'll do a stunner off the ropes. That'll be different. Huh. It'll sure be something. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. 
Yes. So, uh, keeping on the I told you so tip, Gary, did you see CM Punk was at Impact this past week? Yeah, well, it was in Chi-Town, so. Yeah, he's kind of making the rounds. He went, visited WWE when they were, when Raw was in uh, Chicago. Then yeah. uh, Impact on Friday. He's just kind of go visiting everybody. From what and, I understand, you know, from what I saw, there's going to be a new show on Saturdays. Like sounds a two like, hour yeah, sounds AEW like, show. And the first sounds like it's going in the old Saturday night slot. The old WCW Saturday night. It's gonna emanate from Chicago. Oh, I hadn't so heard I'm that. Guessing. Yeah, yeah. So But I know it's supposed guessing... to be like revolve around punk and like he's gonna have a separate roster of AEW talent on that show. So the split rosters is catching on like wildfire in professional wrestling. Well I'm <laughs> I mean, Punk could show up in in London, but I would have. You would figure though, you wouldn't want to make him showing up there a secret because you would want to use him to sell tickets. No, they they should have announced him for London like last week before tickets went on sale. Yeah, they don't even have to say what match he has, but you know, yeah. if he's there, he's going to be in the main event. Whether it's yeah. Jericho or if it's Omega or. If it's the trios match we always talk about, the Elite and FTR and Punk, well, you know, they had their meeting behind closed doors and I guess fleshed out all their issues. So that was the the meeting that happened a year ago. (laughs) Yeah, but Jericho has when they said when they said, "Hey, want to do this angle?" Yeah. Well, you know, Jericho finds somebody that's got a little juice. He's got to suck the juice right out. Yep. He's trying it with Adam Cole now. He's gonna try when Punk comes back. Well, I know he hasn't that... taken a shot at Wardlow. I mean, the, I noticed Action Andretti didn't quite go as far as they wanted. I don't know if he got hurt or what happened, but I think he's. Just I know totally they were trying. Dark. Yeah. Well, Stark's Most is tied up do. with Jay White now. Yeah. yeah. Ricky Starks has a chance to be something. He's got a lot of charisma, and he's good in the ring and can cut a promo. Has a nice smackable face. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) I just don't know where he goes. Like, I don't know what belt. Seems like Cook's never going to lose even the FTW title. They they need to retire that thing. I forget there is one. (laughs) Because, Mm -hmm. well... Well, now he's hanging out with the Hardys now, so... I don't yeah. know if he's going to defend that belt again. Oh, but okay. I said Stark should have been TNT champion two years ago. I agree. Just Because he was TV champion in the NWA before he got to AW. Now so it would be nice to his see him. House. It'd be nice to see him get that intercontinental, intercontin- whatever the hell they're calling International. it. International. Yeah, that one. Let him go have after that one. Pockets. Please, dear Lord, somebody pockets. Is, pockets. Because they're, they're killing every credible challenger by having them job out to pockets every week. Sorry, Orange Cassidy for those that don't know. Yeah, our little dog pockets as Jim Cornette calls them. Our little dog pockets. (laughs) Because he he beat Bandito last week in a pretty good match. Bandito was really good. Uh, Beat Lethal, beat Jarrett, beat Buddy Matthews. All these people could have easily uh, wiped them out with with Orange Cassidy. Buddy Matthews' match with him was actually really good. I actually... Honestly, I, I couldn't stand him to begin with, but 
like his work in the ring isn't bad. Mm-mm. No, it's not bad at all. And it's the well, gimmick. No, Quackenbush trained him. Yeah, it's, it's the gimmick. I hate the, the gimmick has yeah. has come along a little bit. I mean, he's mm-hmm. way more aggressive in the ring now. Like he doesn't like he does show like emotion at times. Yeah, I wish he would show a little bit more. But I don't know if you're ever going to get him totally stripped of that gimmick. Because that's kind of what makes him... It's too over. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Khan. Yeah, it's just... Well, he's kind of like their version, I think, right now of John Cena. Like, he is... Like, you see a lot of kids in the audience dressed like Orange Cassidy. And so I'm guessing (laughs) that's a big seller for toys and merchandise and... For kids, and so I, I don't think I think that's probably why he's getting the run, and you're not going to change his gimmick too much. So I just, I just hope he's not the guy that they picked to beat MJF. No, I hate you. Right Although now. the prom- MJF <sighs> promos on Orange Cassidy would be. <laughs> Can gold. we please have that? Can we please have that at least? I would take that. I would. Oh, by the way, Tony Schiavone calls MJF a prick on the stage on Wednesday. Why didn't MJF just go and knock the hell out of him? Please. That'd been great. I mean, it would have been great. That's what he, as the champion, that's what he should have done. He's the top heel in the company. If if old, old-timey old announcer Tony calls him a prick, he should have knocked him on his ass. Yeah. For yeah. maximum heat. Yes. I th- and I like I Tony. Think, I think MJF should be a little bit more... Like a shit heel than he is. Oh, like chicken shit, you mean? Yeah. So, like, I think he should have went, and then I think Tony should have squared up with him, and then MGF kind of backed off. Or <laughs> Lois come out. <laughs> yeah. But, like, because, like, he, Lois. he's just, like, he always has a great promo, and he's got a great character, yeah. and he, he protects the business wherever he's at. Which is great. Oh, yeah. no, Minder's nose. <laughs> I know like, firsthand how well he protects the business. <laughs> oh, did you stand in line for him? Or I did actually. I uh, it, I didn't stand in line very long for him because I timed it right and the line and kind of cleared out. Yeah. But uh, he, I had him sign. Uh, I took it down. I had him sign a T-shirt for me that said "I I heart heels" from JT from our website. Yeah. Or JTR and. I handed it to him. I said, would you sign this for me? And he says, I heart heels. I don't get it. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then he like signs it. And instead of, instead of throwing it at me, he handed it to me, which I was impressed with, but I did wear a Jim Cornette shirt. So to get out yeah, of that, yeah. but the people in front of me had a baby with them yeah, and the baby started crying. Yeah. He yelled back at the kid and then told them <laughs> that they shouldn't have brought their baby in there. <laughs> Oh, it was great. It was so much fun. That we went viral. Somebody got that on video. Yeah, yes. I have it. <laughs> but well, it was so fun. And then when there he was, was a guy sign- in a wheelchair. I saw the video. <laughs> yeah, there was a guy in the wheelchair that the guy, or, uh, MJF goes, come on, Hot Wheels, hurry it up. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah, I just, uh, I think he needs another. Yeah, he throw him. I think he needs a, a little bit of a layer of just kind of being a coward more just to protect i think i think he should have the belt for a while but i think that where he he needs to become like a paranoid like howard that just runs at 
every opportunity just to hold on to his belt because he just feels it slipping away because yeah uh, otherwise like it becomes one dimensional it's just, just him being like a heel where we just run yeah. to everybody i i would like for when punk comes back at first he plays nice and then one day you know it breaks down between him and omega or something and they just kind of can't do it anymore and then FTR comes out to help break it up. The Bucks come out to come break it up. You know, they have their three. Wi- I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind like all them joining up with MJF even to just because MJF hates the AEW originals more than they do. Probably. <laughs> so he seems to. It only makes sense. Whereas just like you have a bunch of people is like, well, we hate these guys because they don't, use their potential they're just or like i i'm not saying you know i the blackpool combat club is basically that right now daniel bryan is making a lot of sense (laughs) yeah he's the only one in that group that's making any sense right now and then you got moxley yeah and you got plumber moxley he just hits stuff which (laughs) and bleeds that's it that's all he does which yeah. Hey, John Moxley has hit stuff well for. He's he's like the. He's made a good living out of hitting stuff. He's like he's like the shoveler of of AEW. If you if you ever seen Mystery Men, otherwise you don't get that yeah. reference at all. <laughs> oh, he's like a costume the shoveler and Mister Furious. Yeah. He's really angry, and then yeah, he uh. He Aww. forks people. Yeah. We have another listener. Oh, do we now? Let's, we uh, do. There's AJ. We talked about There's AJ. We Claudio talked about Claudio fading into the background in that whole thing. Did somebody yeah. take the belt so. off Claudio? Yep. Who did that? No. No. Oh, oh that's that right. No. Huh? I thought. No, Joe's TV champion. Joe? Uh, Jericho did, but then he dropped it back to Claudio. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, um. Wheeler lost his belt to. Uh, yeah, useless to, lost his belt to. Useless Shibata. lost his belt. Shibata. Yeah, to Shibata. Sorry, Utah, Utah. Utah, yeah. Sorry, our bad. <laughs> yeah, so Shibata's their pure champion. Joe's the TV champion, and Claudio is the world champion in Ring of Honor right now, which is a and damn solid a, crop of champions. And there's not a new tag team champion yet. They're going to do that uh, tournament. Yeah, there is. Oh, Lucha, Lucha Brothers won the ladder oh, match. Yeah. Oh yeah, match. where they. Shattered that that's one where, yep, yeah, that's where Dante broke his leg. Yeah, where they should have, uh, it should have been the kingdom. I'm just gonna say it, it should have been. Belts, I but... agree, it should have been the kingdom. Well, Dante should have been dead there, <laughs> he came real <laughs> ideally. Close. Well, not ideally, but theoretically, yes, I shouldn't say yeah. ideally, that came out wrong, not ideally, yeah, because <laughs> I Dante seems like a nice kid. I don't want to see him dead, no, yeah, but, but he shouldn't be doing. Mm. That was Let's, a, that I'm was not even going to get started on that. It was one that. of the dumbest spots I've ever seen in my Exactly. Life. And I wasn't yeah. shocked who did it. <laughs> yeah, me neither. A, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, I this is the same tag team it. that Luchasaurus almost killed Phoenix on a table a year and a half ago. Yeah. True. Oh, well, Luchasaurus. True. You know, he's sniffing around Wardlow now, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Oh, Dino Douche. Sorry. But he's got Christian with him, though. Yeah, yeah. That's that's his only redeeming quality. Am I gonna have right to start now? putting Not up a? Am I gonna have to start putting up a little caption with like 
these name translations no from as long as somebody says it before about? as long as somebody says okay. the name before i'm sure they can figure it out i mean i like his okay. new newer nastier gimmick like i think it yeah. works much better for him like he looks more intimidating now i he, he was a like mask yeah i he's like he's a big dude that can move and then like him and warlow could have some sort of match like I, I think Warlord, War, Warlord, yeah, John Ward. <laughs> Not Warlord, very different. Not gym. Warlord, <laughs> big <No>. difference. <laughs> I think John Nord, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so. But no, I, I think Wardlow suffers kind of from the, he was the big man, but now there's actually big dudes. Like, I wouldn't mind, like, because Big Show had said something about, like, because he just had another surgery or something. And even if it wasn't a long run, it would be good to, like... To work with him. Work with him, you know. Make him but less that's the problem, the problem with that is Big Show is actually a big man. Like, Wardlow is probably, what, is he, like, 6'5", maybe? 6'4", 6'3", maybe? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a big, Ward strong dude. Five times like, quickly. <laughs> and I think I'm he's not. got. A, I think he's got a bright future, but he needs somebody yeah. to pull that out. He's of got him. A, yeah, I think that's why they put him with Arn to kind of help him out. But uh, I Arn think Arn was so the best though. thing for him. I know, but I still think Arn was the best thing for him to kind of be a mouthpiece. Yeah, I. On the other hand, putting fucking QT with Hobbs was just a important uh... church. Holy cow, Wardlow's only 6'2". Really? Well, look at all the other people in AEW that (laughs) run around over there. (laughs) All the rest of them are 5'5", 5'6". Compared to Adam Cole, he's 7'4". Right. (laughs) 500 pounds. Yeah. The incredible shrinking Cole. I don't understand that. Like you had so... all that time off just to work out, basically, because you couldn't do anything else. I, I so well, now that now that Roddy's there. there, maybe he can kind of get him back in the gym. I don't know. I was surprised by that. Like that, that I was, was pleasantly surprised. I was too. Don't get me wrong. I I understand that all four of those guys are top notch professional wrestlers. I've just never really liked any of them. Roddy is probably the one I like the most. And Cole is is good, and he's by far the best character-wise, and on the mic. But man, it's just oh, I loved Kyle. It's it's I hard. Kyle. <laughs> it's hard to keep suspending disbelief, like where you got a guy that you know small. Yeah, and I I know that people like wrestlers get mad. It's like, well, you know. No, it's just, man, like, eventually you do have to listen to the Because, Lord knows, I don't love giant dudes either, because half of them can't move. Like, almost doesn't do anything. He's getting better, though. He did good with Brock. Yeah. I mean, Big Show was... Big Show was... if I think in the future, people look back on him as just just a freak of nature. Yeah. Because he shouldn't be able to do what he was able to do at his size, and work as long as he's able to work. But yeah. uh, put, if you're going to have getting mad, because yeah, Sean Michaels always looked like a million bucks. He was jacked out of his gourd. He was, you know, always had 
just that look. But if you're that size, you got to you got to try to pack it on. You know, you got to try to pack that that muscle on, like Pac. Like yeah, Pac, Pac. Yeah, is a Pac smaller dude, but he's just yeah. jacked to the gills. Whether or mm-hmm. not if whether or not he's on the secret sauce or not, that's not <laughs> that's not for me to say. But it's a it's a possibility to get like it that is. if you're that side. Your frame's not that big. Like Ray Mysterio's no. always been pretty it's well muscled for a dude that's like five yeah. three or five four or whatever he is. Yeah. Well look at Dynamite Kid back a, in the day. Yeah. Dino. Well, Kid yeah, was Dino five was seven, two. maybe. And had the physique <laughs> of a three hundred pound man, but he was moving around was, like a cruiserweight. Well the See how well that did for him later in life. It didn't work out well. No. <laughs> didn't work out well. No. Have you seen I'm his nephews, curious. Gary? No. You know, uh, Brett started up uh, territory in uh, Calgary again, dungeon wrestling. No. No. And I didn't the uh, so they brought in the Billington Bulldogs as one of their tag teams, and Thomas, the shorter one with the hair, is almost a dead ringer for Stampede Dynamite. Are they going to wrestle uh, the Von Erics at some point? Because that would be I would imagine cool. at some point. Uh, Why haven't the, I've, I've never really seen the Von Eric boys work? Like, are they good? Oh, they're very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just are they just L- MLW? Uh, or mainly they've mainly. gone around some of the indies here and there. I think they did New Wave, didn't they, Menders? Uh, if they did, I didn't. I didn't see that show. I wasn't okay. there for that one. They, if they did, it's they haven't done it recently. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Yeah. yeah, they usually Kevin's always in their corner, but uh, eventually, I think I'd like to see them. I want to see how they would do as a heel team, but that's a ways off because they're so over with the family and everything. Yeah. Whew. Well, we've put it off long enough, you two. So why don't we get into it? The uh, the theme for today's show, which we kind of lollygagged, we had a lot of stuff to talk about, but it is time for our fantasy draft, the current stars edition. This is our first time doing this, uh, but how we're going to do this, and this we'll do this there, like here and there down the road, but 10 rounds, and basically you have a minimum two men, two women, two tag teams, and then the other four or the other four picks, or you can pick whatever you want out of those three categories. So uh, I just ask that you keep on your toes. We don't. I want to have as little duplication as we can. So be ready to do call audibles to write, if you need to. Do we have to write these down? Or are you writing them all down? I'm, 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 I'm going to keep track here. I got it. But uh, let's see here. Yeah. So we're going to start off, and uh, there we go. Round one. There we go. <laughs> oh, you were. I have a lot of free huh? time. <laughs> I had a. I had. I didn't have a really busy day at work today. <laughs> so round one, and uh, let's see. There we go. Who gets to go first, Mark? Well, because I'm a gentleman, we're, <laughs> let's let we'll let Menders go first here. I'll, I'll, we'll, have, we'll go Menders, Gary, then me. Okay. 
Um, well, my first pick is FTR. Ooh. Okay. Now defend your pick. Defend my pick. It's FTR. What do I need to defend? <laughs> They're the best tag team right now, in my opinion. Cool. Uh, and I want them on my show. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, AEW tag champs. They, uh, they signed the big new contract and then immediately lost to Jarrett and Lethal on TV. Yeah, yeah. In singles, but mind you, singles. This is the thing, though. Uh, I wouldn't use them the same way. I wouldn't use them the same way. The idiots using them. So <laughs> the idiot. Well, the idiot. Uh, wait, wait. By idiot, you know that guy you that's mean... not. That guy that's not from Champagne. Remember? Oh, Mister, I forgot where I came from, Tony. Yeah. Yep, I, okay. I I may have flown off the handle a little bit last Wednesday when he pulled that shit. But you weren't the only one. I think I messaged you and said, "Did he you're, just say you're, that?" You're not from Champagne, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you so upset? It's not well, like he's no, from he Muncie. Say, he didn't say hometown. He said home state of Florida. He so. said home state of Florida. Well, he, he lives in Florida. But that's he not his home state. Where was he originally born? Was it Champaign? Or did I think he, he was, spend most of his childhood there? I, I don't have the time or inclination to Google him right now. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, so just wild accusations coming out of the press again. No. <laughs> Come on, Mark. We can't lose our press passes. Come on now. Nice. <laughs> what press passes? <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't have those. Oh. All oh. right. Let's see. Damn it. Playing. I'm trying to get my thing going here. Who's next? Uh, Gary, you are next here. I'm going to pick Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Knew I should have done her first. I knew it. <laughs> I should probably have rephrased that there, Menders. Nope, not going to. <laughs> I'm mad about that one. It's just she can uh, build right. She could work a man or a woman. And she is. <laughs> Very true. And she's also a, you know, a legitimate threat. Or she can. She's she's come a long way with her just mic work and her character work, and she has got a great look. And I I, I would build I would rather build a division around her than I would like a Jade because Jade's still a little green. Yeah. And Rhea is not, and like she can Rhea can put a, a strong match on with pretty much anybody. So. Okay. She's definitely the. Uh most over female talent on WWE right now. Yes, very much so. All right, right, Mark, it's to you. Very sound picks. I'm going to go a little bit uh, off the beaten path a little bit here. I'm going to go to MLW. And I'm going to pick probably the most credible guy that they have who I wish would get a shot on like more like widely found television and that is their former world heavyweight champion jacob fatu (laughs) oh menders oh she 
She's going to lose your number. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think she has my number. We just do everything. No, on I don't messenger. think I do, actually. Everything's on Messenger. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, I mean, come on. This guy, he's the whole package. Yeah. If if um if he seems more like Umaga's son than so than the kid in uh, Booker's school right now that's training, because he, if you look for Samoan savage, that's the guy that comes to mind when you think yeah. about it. It's not yep. Solo. If you want to, if you want a Samoan enforcer, you get Jacob Fatu. You don't get Solo Sokoa. Right. And that's not a knock on Solo either. It's not a knock on Solo. Right. Okay. So as I hoped, we have not uh, you have not copied any of my answers so far. So let's see, Menders, we are going to go to you for what's make up a graphic round two. There we go. AJ made a good point in the chat. Uh, what did he say here? In a perfect world, Jacob Fatu would be in solo spot. I 100% agree. All right, Menders, your second pick, please. Well, I'm going to just go ahead and get my two tag teams out of the way. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Gallus. Damn you. <laughs> you got me. I got you. But, yeah, I'm going to take Gallus. NXT, they're two of my favorite. They're my favorite guys over there right now. They're great they seem to be able to have a good match with everybody yeah they're just fun all right all right very very sound choice here (laughs) gerald your second pick please cody rhodes Ooh, man you're just getting all the main eventers well i'm picking people that i can if you had to in a pinch they could be a heel they could be a face they can work this person they could work that person uh, Cody, eventually, you could make him a great heel if you wanted to. I, he doesn't seem to want to, but I don't care what he wants. This is a fantasy draft. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I can't argue with that. I mean, he's over like Rover. They like to sing a song and all that stuff. All right. I'm going to go uh, to the tag teams myself. Because I've got a feeling that you're going to take this one, Menders, because I know you. I already got to. I can't. I already got to. Well, okay. But you might kick yourself for not picking this one. Uh, I'm going with the kingdom. No, they were were on my list of possibilities. That was if you stole Gallus from me before I got Gallus. I love the kingdom, so I'm right there with you. I understand that one. Yeah. They should have won the ROH belts. Yeah. They, I mean, they had a good run in Impact, too, with the Honor No More stuff. But, uh, but, yeah, it's one of those things where it's just, I mean, as far as, like, a, just a solid team, I mean, there's not a whole lot more solid than those two guys. Yeah. All right. And... We will go. We're going to, we're moving right along, which is probably a good thing because we're already an hour into this show. <laughs> All right. It was time for round three here. So, vendors, we are to you. 
Uh, I'm taking my boy. I'm taking MJF. I want MJF. I love his heel work. I I couldn't see my roster without him. I mean, it's how do you argue? I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's the best thing on AEW right now. He's the best decision Tony made so far in his booking strategies is putting that world title on MJF. And we'll see what happens come 2024. Yeah. So I hear there's a bidding war in 2024. I hope so. Yes. The only thing is I'm afraid he'll get lost at WWE. Well, yeah. I don't know if he will. They I like don't to, think he would let, I don't know like if he would to, let them lose him. Well, they yeah. like to break toys. <laughs> Now, only if they're not broke, Gary. <laughs> yeah. They like to break things that aren't broke. Yeah. And by and they, then, I mean and then complain And then complain they're broke. And yep. then throw them away because they're broke. Yep. Good old Vince McMustache. That's his go-to. Oh. So, Gerald, your, uh, your third pick, please. This will be... Uh, um, this will probably surprise you guys, but it'll be uh, the new day. Oh, the new day. Interesting. Because not only are they a multi-time tag team champ, but you also have, even if Big E doesn't come back, you have an ex-world champion. And I would imagine Woodsy will win like the U.S. or the Intercontinental at some point. Oh, he has to. He was yeah. king of the ring. They can cut promos. They can they can be heels if you need them to. They can be faces. So they they fill a lot of spots. Because you already took FTR. So <laughs> sorry. Oh, it's <laughs> all right. A fine choice indeed. I am going to go back to the fellas here. And uh, pick a guy who, not only is he being underused presently by our favorite Tony, I've thought he's been underused since the day they signed him, and that's Jay Lethal. Okay. Also a nice guy. I met him at the expo. Uh, mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, come on. Aside, his finish aside, Gary, and I know that's what you're thinking. I mean, he's so good. At everything. It's. I like AJ's comment. Sorry, I'm over here chuckling oh, about on. it. <laughs> Gary's brand. Hang on, I'm putting this up on the screen. Gary's <laughs> brand would be selling a shitload of merch off those first three picks alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's not wrong. He's not. <laughs> or is. It's good shit, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and Mark, instead of yes. the Von Eriks over at New Wave was the Von Englands. So that oh, might, you might have okay. had to be confused. That's very possible. AJ just brought that to my attention. So All right. And that very well could have been it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So moving on, we are to one, two, round four. And we're moving along nicely here. So, Menders, your your next pick, please. This might surprise you a little bit. Jimmy Carroll. <laughs> no, you wouldn't let me use independence. 
<laughs> um, he would have been your first pick. Yeah, he would have. Uh, Zoe Stark. Ah. Oh, sorry. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> I'm going to take Zoe Stark. I, I think she has a lot of potential. She's built like a brick shit house. Um, Damn right she is. <laughs> I could see her and Rhea going after it. So yeah, yeah. I don't think that'd be a terrible match at all, as long as everybody's healthy. That would be the only problem with Zoe. She's not always healthy. Yeah, she has. Uh, she goes hard, and sometimes that comes back to bite her in the butt. But uh, but no, that's a very very good pick there. Uh, Gary, to you, sir. Was Impact on the list? Yep. Yes. Oh, Tiana Perazzo. Nice. Because she's fantastic. <laughs> she really is. Like her mic works come along. Like her voice is a little wobbly, but I think that's just her voice. But her character work is great. And she is just incredible as a, as a professional wrestler. Like she just. No, I 100% agree. I agree. So, I, th- I think she has a super high too. ceiling. Well, Gary, you are done with the women if you want to be. So you have your two women already. Oh, he does, doesn't he? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I, too, am going to select a woman. Okay. It sounds really creepy out of context. (laughs) Hang on. I got to check with the wife. I'm home, but need to put scanner on. They have someone pulled over two cop cars with flashing lights blocking the entrance for a complex. <sighs> Time to be nosy, she said. Oh, no, she's coming through the door. So. Oh, okay. All right. All right, so I'm going to go with my uh, my next pick, and I'm also going to go Impact, but I'm going with Masha Slamovich. I figured that was coming. Yeah, because also uh, current GCW uh, heavyweight champion, And, uh, yeah, she's just super legit. Had an awesome match with Mickey James not too long ago. Uh, kind of weird, kind of weird match, but really good. Been doing a lot of stuff with Bully Ray. Like, his, his almost like his, one of his heaters. And, uh, yeah, she's been really, uh, she's impressed the hell out of me. And I didn't know her very well till uh. Last year, sometime when she was with uh, when she came to GCW, but I am going to make her my first uh, first woman pick in this uh, in this draft here. So, with that said, we are going to go to we're on five. Oh, oh, five. We're there on five. we go. Round five. Here we go. <laughs> This is the way I need somebody pushing the buttons and all this stuff, because the guy can only do so much. <laughs> but I digress. I am going to go with... I'm going to take Mark Briscoe. Really? Interesting. I am. I will say it's a, it's a shame we couldn't have the Briscoes on our tag team list. Right. Year. Right. Because that probably would have been my number two pick, honestly. And I would have let you have Gallows. Honest, honestly, that would have been my number one pick. Ah. Like, over overall, that would have been my first pick in this draft. Yeah. Yeah, unless I got him first. Well, <laughs> this is very true. 
no, I mean, good pick. He's doing good stuff in uh, AEW right now, just kind of being himself. And yeah, uh, I don't really get the uh, running around with Lethal and Jarrett and all that. He should kind of be doing his own thing. I agree. I like I said, most of these people I picked because I know what they've done in the past, and I know how much better it could be than what they're being used for right now. Sure. All right. Uh, Gary, your fifth pick, please. Brian Danielson. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Damn, his long name. <laughs> right? All right? That's just kind of a no-brainer, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll say, I was asking you to defend your pick, but, I mean, who am I kidding? It's yeah, exactly. He, he very well, right at this moment, could be the best professional wrestler in the world. Like, it it's a week-to-week thing, but, like, yeah. His like, I, MGF MGF had a big part in it, but that Iron Man match was about a thousand times better than it should have been, and I was super impressed with it. And his character work, like he's kind of becoming almost like the Big Show, though, where it's like every other week he's a heel than he's a face, but it does show that he has range, and I do enjoy him more as a heel. Mm-hmm. Because he's just, he's a very, like, um, West Coast, like, elite type heel where he's just, yeah. I'm better than you. And he doesn't loved... even have to give a reason. It's just because he, I am. <laughs> yeah. Like, I loved the uh, the wheat germ title belt that he had. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a beautiful belt, too. Like, yeah, the was, one he had in the WWE. Would. Yeah. yeah I, lo- I really like that. But. Yes. And Kofi had to go get hot. <laughs> Can't hear you, Mark. Oh, sorry, I was muted for a second. I'm trying to get the wife to bring me a foot beat, but uh, a foot I don't beat. Think she heard me. Oh, she says, "Hold on." Okay, thank you, honey. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, Vince hates it when people get over on their own without the machine helping them out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to pick <laughs> what. Sorry. Oh, we have comments. <laughs> Hang on, let me go up here. <laughs> I'd sp- put that on the. I'd smoke that hemp built. Mm, he would. <laughs> put my empty can out of the way there. Thank you. Mind my manners. My brother called me out when I was less than classy last episode. When <laughs> all right, so my my fifth pick, I'm going tag team again. I'm going back to MLW this time, also by extension GCW. I'm going with the Second Gear Crew, which is Mance Warner and Matthew Justice. That doesn't surprise me with Mance Warner being in there. Yeah, old Mancer, the I poke God, you know, and then. Matthew Justice, who's kind of like the like the modern day Sabu, with he he is one of those guys that takes a lot of stupid risks, but they usually pay off. Like he doesn't he doesn't miss spots, and and he manages. I believe not, he manages to be fairly safe for the most part. But there are sometimes he does things that make you scratch your head. But together <laughs> they make for a really good tag team. I'm cool with it. All right. 
Alrighty. Update my list here. There we go. Talking to myself, which is great on a podcast. All right. <laughs> Round six. We are to. We're over halfway home here, so we're going to go to round six, and we'll start with Menders, if you are so inclined. I'm going to MLW, and I'm going to pick up Hammerstone. Ooh, great call. I I saw Hammerstone up at Dreamwave, and I was really impressed with him. He was against Lince Dorado, and... That was the first time I'd seen Hammerstone in person. And I was just, he's just built like a god. And he's yeah, so big. He really and is. He's so good. He's really good. So. Yeah, you know, I tend to overuse the term brick shit house, but that is, that is Alex Hammerstone. It is. It really is. He is he's... <laughs> Big muscly fella. I think he's hurt right now, so I'm curious where that leaves the uh, the world title over there right now. But uh... and see, then I've got the dynasty going on, kinda. Oh yeah, because yeah, Hammerstone and MJF. Thanks for reminding yeah. me, AJ. I knew there was a reason I put those two together. Is, is Richard Holiday on your list too? No. <laughs> I have All one right. other MLW Gary? guy though. Oh. So. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. All right, Gary, your uh, your sixth pick, please. Um, since you're commissioner, you'll have to okay this because I'm not sure. Like, I consider them a tag team because I've seen them tag team, and when I used to put tag teams together for the Jim Desmond and Andy Darting tournaments in WCW versus NWO, <laughs> it was this, if they've ever tagged together. So I'm going to say Claudio and Moxley. They've tagged I will allow because they're, they're in a group. Yeah. Yep. I could. I get value out of that. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put. <laughs> you B, do. I'm just gonna put BCC down here because. Yeah. Oh, you did it See? right, Mark. I'm so proud. <laughs> uh, all you need is Yuta, and you have the whole group, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> 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 Oh shoot! Okay. I not don't give me Wheeler Yuta is a very talented professional wrestler, but yeah, but I, I just I'm, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's useless. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> okay. Well, I'm going to pick my uh, my second lady. And going to NXT, somebody who I honestly thought was going to get drafted. You're going to make me, I bet you're going to make me uh, mad here real quick. It's uh, Roxanne Perez. Nope, nope, nope. Ah, you did not pick Roxanne. I'm picking Roxanne Perez. I had Roxy as my baby face of the year during our year in review awards episode uh, in December. And uh, yeah, she's. Just really, really good. Very young still, so she still has a ways, like a lot to, like to learn. You know, Mark, so I would think you consider her a prodigy? I I would consider her more of a prodigy than some people <laughs> that throw that name around. Oh, sorry. No, she's not a she's not a prodigy. 
No, she's not a prodigy, but she is a prodigy. But who is? But who is? <laughs> All right. So, uh, but yeah, I think she's with Indy going up. I think she's going to get that NXT Women's title back and have a have a good run with it. Uh, AJ could have picked the BB. I almost did it. Could have picked you almost the did BCC it. <laughs> as one pick instead of picking Danielson and one in Claudio. But we're not Raw or SmackDown, AJ. We don't pick full factions in uh, one pick. So what you're saying, Mark, is you almost did a BBC? I right. almost did. When it's supposed to be BPC, Blackpool. But, but Mark almost no, did it. it. Yeah, well. I almost did. I almost did. He was also <laughs> listening to Corny earlier, so I would love to I was. I was listening to the experience. <laughs> Corny talking about BBCs? Yes. And he's talking about Blackpool Combat Club. <laughs> oh. Well, no, he wasn't then. <laughs> well, is this some urban dictionary thing I don't know about, Gary? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Barry knows. <laughs> I'm going to remain blissfully ignorant on this. Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, it is time for round number seven. And uh, we're... Uh... Like I say, there's not a bad roster to be found out of these. So, uh, vendors, I will throw it to you then. Uh, Who is your next pick, please? Hold on. Seven and eight. Crap. Okay. I'm going to go with LA Knight. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I'm going to go with LA Knight. He's he can talk like nobody else. He's such Very a good true. talker. Definitely best promo on SmackDown right now. <laughs> that ain't saying a whole... Well... Except for, except for Heyman. Except for Heyman. But yeah, I will give you that. Except for Heyman. And I'm taking off a lot of the people I had came up with. Because, yeah. I want certain people and... Uh-huh. Okay. And one oh, of them you're probably going <sighs> to... Okay, I'm going to fight between two because I don't know which one I want. I've got okay. two of them that I'm not sure. All right. Uh, Gary, your seventh pick, please. Oh. Well, I'm torn, but um, I would actually probably still, and I'm going to do it just because I'm a Mark, but Christian. <laughs> Because okay. you, you could go anywhere with him. He's going to outwork everybody, but not win a damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> he'll also work everybody. Yeah, yeah he will work everybody. He'll, he'll be the best worker in your company. Just because he is, but not yet yeah, do anything. Uh, yeah, definitely the best heel they got outside of MJF right now. Mm. And he doesn't have to do anything. He's just No, because he's he smart. Sh- he's he just shows up. rolling in turtlenecks <laughs> and lasers and having rolling, dinosaurs with him. Rolling in, rolling in with the turtlenecks, yep. Very nice. Good pick. All right. Well, I, I too, am going to go AEW for my seventh pick here. But uh, I'm going to go with a new guy. I'm going with uh, with King Switch. 
So I'm going with uh, Jay White for my next pick. Uh, Had him on my list. I hate you. Big, big fan from, uh, especially from New Japan. Uh, I hope Tony doesn't drop the ball with this one. You're asking a lot of Tony. <laughs> Maybe giving him a little too much credit, but you know. Uh, I know I've heard Corny say he doesn't really get the allure of Jay White yet. I mean, he doesn't. I don't think he watched a lot of New Japan. As I say, he doesn't he watch in, any New Japan stuff. So in New Japan, with his stuff when he was feuding with Okada when he was their world champion, it was just aces to me. He was, I he was easily the best heel they had in Japan. Well, in New Japan, I don't know about. I don't watch enough of Noah and All Japan to have an opinion. But loaded with charisma, really good at playing that sleazy heel. You know. You gotta but, uh, love a sleazy heel. Come oh, on. Yeah. I, I do worry sometimes when guys come from New Japan that have been big over there because it's such a different kind of heel work. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes American audiences don't don't appreciate it because like everything has to be a little big bigger over there and over here it's a little more subtle. Yeah. And so, like, you kind of have to settle into a middle ground. I think that's probably why. Well, I I still don't get the Okada thing. I don't. I don't either. I'm not a fan, to be honest. Yeah. All right. And let's see if I pick the right one because I can't read for shit. (laughs) Round eight. There we go. All right. (laughs) So, Menders, we're almost to the end of our list. So, what is your uh, your eighth pick, please? I'm going back to MLW. Ooh, a lot of MLW on this draft. I like it. Yeah, uh, I'm picking up Alex Kane. Oh, I know you like Alex Kane. I love Alex Kane. I believe he, he made a stopover in zero one last year. If I remember, he did. Right. He did. Um, he sat down next to me in your in your normal seat. Nice. And he sat there while I, don't, I forget who he was fighting at the time. I forget who he fought. But uh, yeah, him and I sat there and had a conversation because the guy in the ring wouldn't shut up. So well, might have been Joey. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> might have been. <laughs> might have been. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'm going to take Lander, out the game. No, it wasn't Lander. This was before Lander <laughs> was talking as much. Uh. Alex but, Kane is a good pick. Plus, he won Battle Riot last week, too. So, I, they're really strapping the rocket to him. And his suplexes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so my, good. My club. Oh, it might have been. Oh, it was. Good call, AJ. Tanner Keeler. It was Tanner. Tanner Ke- oh. It was Tanner. Tanner, Tanner was yakking a lot, though. That's not, Well, singing, maybe. I don't see him as a yacker, though. Oh, he can be. <laughs> I still enough. love him, but he can be. Yeah. All right, Gary, your eighth pick, please. Um, well, I figure if I do this, then you can also have nostalgia, just in case you ever want it. Just for the short amount of time, they'll both be around. But I'm going to pick Edge since I have. Gives you also a ready made tag team there. Yeah. So you have the nostalgia of ENC coming back together. And Edge, like, if you would ask me before, especially before, like, the, the ENC podcast, because 
I didn't really start liking Edge at all till that. I love that and podcast. I start, and I love Christian even more after that podcast. And the ENC show like was great. But Edge's run since he's came back has really impressed me. Like his his work is is so much better to me. Like it just seems more grounded in in psychology and it's been so uh and since Christian's always been great, like I can man that their tag team would be fantastic. Oh, but yeah. also you could have ready made the guy that was already a champion level guy multiple times. Right. All right. All right. I will uh, <coughs> a little tip of the cap on that one. That's a good pick there. Uh let's see. <laughs> Bari, high praise here from Bari Menders. So far I'd watch all the three shows. That's uh I think I would too, to be honest with you. I I would too. <laughs> all right. So my eighth pick, I'm uh I'm going to do what the WWE did not have the courage to do. I'm splitting up a tag team here. Okay. So, uh, so my eighth pick, I'm picking Montez Ford. Of, of course, of the Street Profits, because good lord, everything he does, he's gonna he's gonna be a megastar sooner than later. I've said it till I'm blue in the face on this show and on others, but uh, he's got. He's got everything you want in a main event singles wrestler right now. He does. Awkward silence. I know, right? I I don't know. (laughs) I'll put it this way. Doc, okay, you'll never hear me say this again. Uh-huh. But Dawkins actually impressed me the other night. And I, you know how much I don't like Dawkins. You're not a big fan of Dawkins. I am not I, a big fan I of Dawkins. I think he's better than people give him credit for. I, just, I, I, just I agree. Ford is, I think Ford is, it's so much the, the Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty effect. It's ridiculous because Jannetty, to me, like when you look back, when they were a tag team, Jannetty was a, was a really good worker. But yeah. Michaels was so Sean Michaels. <laughs> like, and Michaels to me wasn't the best version of himself until he had come back from his back oh, injury. O2. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And in O2, like Michaels became just he's gotta be on everybody's top five if you're just work looking at just workability. Like he's just yeah. insanely good but like in the early days marty janae could work circles around him oh yeah i'm not saying dawkins can work circles around ford but dawkins i think is better but just by the sheer like how good ford is yeah ford is literally leaps and bounds above dawkins yeah but uh yeah, everything he does I, I i think montez might be the most exciting guy on the roster in general right now which I know is kind of a big statement, but uh, I don't know. That's, that's just me. Uh, moving on. Uh, here we go. Round number nine, Menders. Are you ready? Sure. All right. I had to consult with my helpers. Uh-huh. Because I, I was stuck between two. Okay. <laughs> Ugh, AJ. 
Um, a different chat. <laughs> I'm going to go Cora Jade. Ooh, interesting. She's so young. She's got so much more. She's a very good heel. And I've got other people that. Yeah, I like Cora. I'm with you. I like uh, I like her work, especially since she turned heel. Yes, she's been so much better since she turned heel. Yeah, she she Most had too much. Of, well, she had too much of Pockets' gimmick when she was face, and it annoyed me. With like, the skateboard like she was like a, and the she was a cross between Pockets and Darby. Yeah, I guess Darby's what I meant, and I said I've been having. I'm gonna call it broken foot brain. That's what I'm gonna call it. Medicated vein brain. Good lord, I can't even talk. Medicated brain. <laughs> it happens to all of us. Yeah. Right, Gary? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even need to be medicated. <laughs> all right, Gerald, your ninth pick, please. Oh, I am. I'm stuck between thinking about who is a bigger draw and who was the better overall. And one is leaps and bounds better in the ring, but the other one is for some reason a bigger draw, but I don't know. <laughs> but I'm going to pick Charlotte Flair. Interesting. Because as much as I think she's gotten the belt too much. I also have to f fully admit that she is just the, the, the total package at this point. It's it's ridiculous how good she's gotten and the things she can do in the ring, her toughness level. Like, if she didn't... if The only nick I have about her was how reckless she can be at times. Mm -hmm. but I don't know. You put her in the ring with Rhea enough times, you probably beat the recklessness out of her. <laughs> right. That's the truth. But that match her and Rhea had at Mania was really good. Like it was, it, it completely stole the show for me. And Chef's Charlotte, Charlotte narrowly avoided big problems with that yeah but yeah that was the only really the only part and what really convinced me like looking back on it was like charlotte's ability to sell there at the end and not try to be like waking up and trying to salvage like oh i'm i'm charlotte flair i can't be pinned no she she sold the way you're supposed to sell because she got it was that was that kind of match, so yeah, yeah. that's who I'm going with. All right. Sounds good. I like it. Uh, Keith Gibson is in the chat. Keith, my friend, hello, sir. Hi, Keith. I hope you recovered from our golfing on Sunday. <laughs> in the, in the rain, and we got hailed on a little bit too, which is always fun. Oh. All right. Did he push Stacy out of the golf cart? No, she was in a different golf cart. Oh, okay. This gravity was the culprit on that one. 
But, uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> His back is sore. I don't blame me. I hear you. All right. So it's time for my number nine, and I might incur the wrath of one of our friends' vendors. Uh-oh. But uh, I'm going with the major players as a tag team unit, uh, Cardona and Myers. Because number yeah. one, Cardona is yeah, he's top five a... best heels in the business right now. And uh, then Myers is just pound for pound, such a just a damn good worker, you know. Uh, and they make for a good tag team. And they've been doing some cool stuff in Impact and also elsewhere, you know, GCW and there are all the other indies that Cardona is the king of at the moment. But, uh, <laughs> I figured this was coming. You figured that was coming. <laughs> uh, Mid Cardona, AJ says. He hates Cardona. <laughs> he hates, as I understand, he hates Cardona with the passion of a thousand sons. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I have not heard him speak that's, ill of anybody. Worse. That's part of. That's part of the reason I picked him because I wanted to see what AJ was going to say. <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> oh we, we popped Bari. Yeah, of course we did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have come to that time. It is time for the 10th and final round of the fantasy draft. And uh, right now, we've all three of us have picked some damn good rosters here, but I'm curious to see what you guys do for, uh, for number 10, Menders. I'll let you go first. Can we go backwards? I don't want to go first. <laughs> Why? Oh, okay. Oh, AJ. <laughs> oh, I love how much he hates her donuts. Great. The deep cut there. Aw. All right. Uh this last pick, I had three that I really like. So I asked the boys to help me. Uh -huh. And we're going to go with AJ Styles. So I have. Ah. Some... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we have some. Yeah. So I have veteran blood on my on my roster. Yeah, I forgot about AJ. But... I didn't. He was going to be my next pick. <laughs> sorry, Mark. Not really, but yeah. Sure. You're not sorry. No, I'm not. I have, do we get to do at least a couple honorable mentions? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll wait, wait till we get through these uh, these picks here. As AJ Styles is another one of those that's just you don't need to defend it because no. it just makes sense. He can work heel. He's better as a heel. Really, I think he's better as babyface. To be honest with you, I I like his heel work better. But the, I also was a fan of the club, so that makes more sense why I would say heel. But, no, I did uh, like his stuff when he was like his actual bullet club period in Japan. Yeah. The the club, the OC, that's kinda it's okay. I don't it's mind. It's watered it. down. They, it's watered down. It's 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 diluted, definitely. Yeah. But uh but yeah, it's uh plus he was a great little pricky shithead when he was in TNA and he was a heel back when he was like <laughs> in his early twenties. Best AJ Styles is when he was with in Christian's group. Really? <laughs> It was hilarious. Uh, I I didn't I, like it. I, I mean, it was entertaining, but it was, oh, I, I think my favorite period was right at the tail end of his run in Impact when 
he's oh, yeah, that was over the world title. Yeah. Hey, Jake. When he first started growing out his hair. <laughs> yeah, and he had the beard and everything. AJ, Glad Styles is oh. back on SmackDown in the house he built. Yeah, there you go. Uh, hopefully, he gets a run with Roman because I don't think he's. Uh, he did before. He's had a shot. Before he had the belt. Yeah, they had yeah. a lot of matches. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, since Roman's been on this run, he hasn't really. AJ had the belt. I think I'm pretty sure. The last AJ's time they had. Been... I don't even remember who had the belt before Roman at this point. So. I don't think. AJ had the belt when Roman was doing this. When AJ had think, the belt and Roman was chasing him? I think AJ's AJ's last run with the belt was when he dropped it to Danielson when he did the wheat germ belt. Oh, hmm. yeah. Okay. But I digress. All right, Gary, your final pick, sir. Well... So, since this is fantasy, the person that we pick is going to be guaranteed to be in, in top health, right? Since it's fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're talking prime condition. We're not going with injury-riddled people. Don't. Uh, it was between three, and then I thought about a fourth possibility, because I didn't think of them at all. But I... And it would add more people, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to pick Soraya. Oh, Interesting. Because she is a draw, and she can work, and she can talk, and she doesn't mind ruffling feathers. No, she does but, not. <laughs> but yeah, the, the honorable mentions were right there, just for... Yeah. But, but I was thinking like, oh yeah, she in a fantasy draft, she could actually not break her neck. <laughs> she's yeah. not a Fabergé egg. But she's not. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's that's a good call i mean i'm not a fan of what she's doing right now in aew but like i said i think they're afraid to break her so they're not having her do much yeah. i know she's wrestling willow tomorrow as i understand it Ooh, that makes that me could, nervous that could that could be rough mm-hmm. let's ask let's ask anna J. well that was a that was a dumb spot to begin with but it really was all right. Well, my last pick, I'm going to go back to the ladies, and uh, I'm going to EO Sky for my last pick. Um, you caught me off guard from, with that one. Take oh, her away from damage oh control, and she's awesome. I want to switch a. I want to switch a pick. I forgot about. <laughs> well, we got honorable mentions. We are honorable yeah. mentions. But uh, but yeah, she's. Uh, I don't think she's long for uh, damage control. Seems like they've been teasing her going babyface the last few weeks. And that's where she's better. I think she's better as the babyface than as the heel. It, it's just my opinion. But uh, Plus, she's really good off the ropes. She does the cool moonsaults and all that. But she can also work. She can, she can, she's a hell of a technical wrestler, too. So Yeah. So she's my 10th pick. So that is... All right, and let me get this organized here. <laughs> AJ, long as Bailey stays heel and yells at Michael Cole every week, I'm happy. <laughs> well, I think that's the reason why they kept uh, hit Roe on SmackDown so Michael Cole can keep giving top dollar crap about 
Uh, I know. Nobody so picked flop dollar. I don't understand. I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of people that now I'm thinking of that. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I might have switched. Yeah, no, I like Claudio and what Moxley could do. Yeah. But. All right. So before we get into honorable mentions, here's the uh, here's the field that we came up with. I've been on the ball. It's a little it's a little uneven, which is going to drive me nuts. But uh, <laughs> it'll drive you nuts. It's okay with all the rest yeah. of us. Menders, <laughs> uh, I really like Menders your uh, your group because it's a lot of outside the box people. Cora Jade, Alex Kane, Hammerstone, uh, Mark Briscoe going for was the people that you could build with and that you're not they haven't already established themselves so you could establish them but you yeah. have somebody like AJ Styles in there that an FTR that are more quote unquote vets right right that can kind of lead those guys lead the whole roster so yeah I've on mine I've picked a lot of guys that could be main eventers anywhere Jay White Lethal Fatu guys like that and then I wanted I wanted to focus more on the tag teams, but you picked all the good ones. <laughs> Sorry, I AJ. Guess, <laughs> Let if, me in on the next draft. I'll put know, together the worst know, and most ridiculous wrestling roster you've ever seen. You know what's funny? Is this a Tony Khan burner account? <laughs> you know what's funny? We're ta you're talking about you. We picked all the best tag teams, and I just thought we didn't pick the tag team. Nobody picked the tag team champs. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I wouldn't have kept them as a tag team. Well, no, I yeah, would pick one of them. Still separate. had them. I mean, you would have still had them as the. But man, I I forgot about if I would have had to do it over again instead of Charlotte, I would have picked Oscar, mm. like Kana Oscar, not just Oscar. Wow. Right? Because then you have a you have the, you don't have the mouthpiece, but you could always put somebody with her. But I I think she's better at English than they let on so i know eo is yeah. yeah but but the promos have more oomph when they're in japanese though yeah like uh well i don't want to say too much let's get in let's do honorable mentions here menders uh let's each get two two yeah. okay well my tag team honorable mention was motor city machine guns nice and then they the almost one, made my list. Yeah, I was gonna say the other one that I was fighting with between AJ Styles was Damian Priest. Ah, you took one of my honorable mentions, Menders. <laughs> I was gonna go Priest. Barry, why would we pick up Polly? No, but nobody picked up Roman either. <laughs> yeah, nobody said Roman either. <laughs> nobody cared. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Roman managers. <laughs> All right, Gary, your honorable mentions. Um, I, I had in my head, like besides Oscar, but like it was just like I was bouncing back and forth between Becky Lynch and Britt Baker because, like, Britt, pretty pretty decent worker, and she's coming into her own, and she can be a really good heel. But Becky's just kind of got that it factor and just yep. her work isn't like stellar, but she's solid. But yeah, those were those were probably the two. And then like I was saying, like I forgot all about I'm not the world's biggest 
if I'm being honest, I'm not the world's biggest Sami Zayn fan. Just I'm he's he's doing big things right now and I don't mind it. Uh, I've always liked Owens just because I thought he had a little bit more spark to him. Mm-hmm. Sammy is just kind of, and it just kind of reminds me of a dude I went to high school with. <laughs> like, isn't like, and I I love Sammy Zayn like away from the ring. Like, like yeah. any interview he's in, he's hilarious. He's thoughtful. Oh, yeah. Seems like a great guy. Like, but his just in-ring stuff has just never done it for me. I don't know. And it's not any fault of his. No. no. It's just mine. It's just my personal taste. But, yeah. yeah. In-ring, I preferred when he was doing the El Generico stuff to when he unmasked. But, same, I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm, I like, like I said, I like his work in general, but Owen's always had more of the it factor, I thought. Than, uh, than Sammy did. I, so I just like Owens more, and I like Sammy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So is that is that one, or did you pick both your honorable mentions? I I put them in there somewhere. Yeah, Oscar, Oscar, oh, Oscar, yeah. Oscar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Well, since Menders took Damian Priest, uh, who I'm a big fan of, by the way, I loved his promo last night in Spanish. Yeah. I actually caught a so little bit good. of it. With my rudimentary high school Spanish. I need an LDLC there to translate for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, inside Zero One USA joke. Uh, yeah. You guys will love it if you go to the shows. Uh, <coughs> so my first one I'm going to go with is... Uh, I'm going to go Santos Escobar. From... Uh, well, I guess he's from the LWO now. But this when he was in NXT, when he was the Cruiserweight Champion, he was so good. Mm-hmm. And he still is. In the ring, he's still almost yeah, perfect. That dude's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, even had a little run in Impact under the hood when he was uh, El Fantasmo or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, that's when I first saw him. But yeah, he's, he has the look. He's He can move. He can... He AJ, can correct me psychology. if I'm wrong, but wasn't he on uh, Lucha Underground? Yeah, and I can't promised. remember who he was on Lucha Underground. It's probably El, Fant- El Fantasmo or something. <laughs> yeah, AJ knows more about Thanks, Lucha AJ. Underground than I do. Yeah, well, Santos AJ and I... Lucha Underground too. <laughs> Who was Santos though, AJ? What was his name on Lucha Underground? I don't All remember. Right. Well, we wait on AJ. Uh, my second one I'm going to pick, and it's going to bug you, Menders. I'm sorry. I'm picking the Viking Raiders <laughs> with Valhalla, King Cuerno in Lucha King Cuerno. Yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I thought that was. Oh no, Ricochet was Prince Puma. I got yeah, my Ricochet was wrong. Prince Puma. Right. He was also Helios in Chikara. But that's yeah. neither here nor there. Uh, no one picked Brown Strong or Braun Strowman. No one picked Ricochet. <laughs> no one picked uh, Breaker. No one picked Braun, yeah. Okay. Uh, what hey, we're just like WWE right now. I guess I guess so. <laughs> and Mellow. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't pick Mellow. I almost picked Mellow. I really came I was trying to avoid any world champions on my list. Oh so yeah, my... if oh I forgot all about Grayson Waller. I would have Definitely oh, Waller, yeah, he's a good one. Yeah. Picked him as my version of MJF. Yeah, yep. or, or The Miz. Or The Miz, yeah. The only other one I didn't get was Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, I Ciampa. love Ciampa. I do love Ciampa. He's awesome. He's just old and hurt all the time, though. But if you're going, yeah, he is hurt a lot, yeah. You're going prime Ciampa, though. So. Right. I would say it's you went with freaking Soraya, so... 
Yeah, that's uh, why I ask if they were going yeah. to be healthy or not. That's where the guidelines come in. Like, if I would have thought about, it, I could have easily gone Robert Roode if we're going by those guidelines. If you're going prime condition, I would have gone. I could have gone Bobby Roode very easily there. Yeah. But uh, that concludes our draft, guys. It was awesome. We're going to do more of these, like not every week, obviously, but we'll pick a theme and do one maybe every month. Did you see what Barry threw out there? Month. He had a pretty good idea. He I said, know, now we take our rosters and we book a show with our draft picks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you don't understand. This is what we sit around and do at their house all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Except I've... we use, we actually made it when we did our draft one time. We said they could not have been on AEW or anything like that. They had oh. to be indies only. So we oh, picked wow. like local guys around here. Right. So it was the zero one locker room. Pretty much. Uh, zero one new wave hybrid. Iron Iron uh, Spirit Pro. Uh, yeah, we we had some from Iron Spirit. Yeah. Anarchy. We let Anarchy nice. in. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, we got a little bit of time left. Let's move on to our next thing here. And uh, so we're going to, after I burp, we're going to go to. So I actually updated that that little video thing with all the people that have gone in since then, but I can't use it yet because I actually threw in this week's inductee on there too. So like, say we're surprised. missing some on there. <laughs> yeah. Next episode, though, it'll be up to date. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, JTR Hall of Fame, uh, as usual, uh, just so many people to choose from. But I picked one of I think one of my favorites and one of yours, especially you, Gerald. There he oh, is. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. Cool Kurt, as he was known in AWA, because they didn't really know what to do with him. Uh, <laughs> he was champ right before he left. Right before he left. But there you see, there. look at that young fellow there with his, with his pops. Larry the Axe. Not a handsome man, Larry the Axe. But, God, uh, Curtis big, looks tough so guy. much like him. Axe looks so much like him. Yeah, he yeah. really does. Yeah, I've it's always been a sticky point with me, guys, that wear the trunks and the boots with no knee pads. It just looks like he's in his underwear. <laughs> well, yeah. Or as my wife says, his panties, which I've had to correct her about. It's funnier the way she says it. It, it is, is funnier but the way it's, also, it's so dismissive, though, panties. Try, trollop, trolloping around in their panties. <laughs> trolloping. Trolloping. I never heard oh. that used as a verb before. But yeah, he, so he Trace starts thing. off teaming with this old man. Doing, he, I think he wrestled the Road Warriors for the tag titles once. Uh, I forget. He was obviously the man with, he was the one doing the moves. No, Larry's more of just a come in and chop hit and punch kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Just then, gonna uh, hit you. So they tried everything with old Kurt. They put him with DDP and Medusa here at one point. Back when DDP was just. A manager. A manager, yeah. Very tall manager. With gigantic hair. Yes. Yeah, he was he's a, he's six six, I think, but the hair made him six nine. I wanna say. Whatever works. Medusa's trying to keep up. Look at the hair on her. No kidding. 
That was like early <laughs> 80s, kept, wasn't it? <laughs> they kept Aquanet in business back then. <laughs> so they did, he did this for a bit. Then uh, I, I had to show this picture just for the mustache alone when he oh, started no. teaming up with uh, Big Skull. <laughs> Oh, big back, in, back when they were trying to make him the AW Mag- version of Magnum TA. Magnum TA Jr. <laughs> but they had a long run with the tag titles, and then uh, Scott and his mustache went away to Florida for greener pastures, and then, you know, they wound up getting back together again in WCW, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, there he is. That's... Uh, that is might be my favorite world title belt. That late eighties AWA belt. It's just so cool. It's so shiny. It, it's shiny. The 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 inmate belt was almost cumbersome looking. The the big one that like Bachwinkle carried around. And this is something that we'll get into. I got a a, a show announcement after we're done here. But uh, but yeah, this was his, his right at the tail end of his run in AWA. He was the world champion before he lost Jerry Lawler. And. Uh, <laughs> Then he moved on, and there we see, there he is. For my money, he is the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, I won't tell you you're wrong, but he's right up there. I mean, Brett's up there, too, but I gotta I gotta put Hennig over Brett. Yeah. I don't, but, under, I don't understand why he didn't go further. I, well, I do. I don't Hogan, either. Hogan was oh. there. Well, Hogan, but... Uh, yeah, then he got hurt, you know, the back injuries... Yeah. Those vignettes, he... though, when he was in WWF. That was so oh, yes. yes. The vignettes are great. See, AJ is thinking along the same lines as I was. Oh, I'm honky glad talk, I'm not man. Oh, He's the thinking the same man. way I was. I wish he was at the Expo, Menders. Oh, me too. I would love too. to meet the honky talk man. That been so fun. But, uh, but yeah, uh, perfect, I think, two-time IC champion. If he hadn't hurt his back, I think he would have been WWF champion. Especially during the Brett years like the early 90s yeah like maybe like sandwich him in between like yoko maybe if backland instead of backland in 94 put it on perfect you know please sorry i wasn't a big backland fan not a big fan of mr backland nope well he did not. make lemon he did make lemons out of lemonade menders because when he got hurt they put him with this yeah. guy as the executive consultant to the nature boy in his tracksuit and this is a great before and after here, Menders. This picture's from the Royal Rumble when Pert, when Flair won the belt. Mm-hmm. Look at him all. He's got the robe on. He's all nicely quaffed and not sweating and not in good shape. <laughs> not half insane. Not half insane. <laughs> Fast forward 59. No, I think it's an hour and three minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> There's the insane. And the hair's a mess. He's got the crazy eyes. That's that's just his default now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's his well, that's hair right now. It's just him being absolutely insane all the time. Yeah. So he came back. He got healthy again. Had a cup of coffee with Vince. Then he went to WCW, and this is the biggest what if I I have for WCW, and that's this. I wish he would have stayed with the horseman. Yeah. Because he would have been a perfect horseman when double uh, a retired. Just he had, yeah. the, he had the style, he had the legacy, he had the, the promo, you know, cause you know, Mongo was not going to carry a promo in that group. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love Mongo, but yeah, he's, 
he was kind of the meathead of the team, you know. But yeah. uh, good thoughts to Mongo also. You know, he's he's fighting, but he's got the ALS going. So it's, yeah. it's weird. It's weird seeing him nowadays. But uh, but yeah, I digress. Back to back to good thoughts. So yeah, so Kurt Double A does the really cool retirement speech, passes his spot to Kurt, and uh, yeah, AJ's not wrong. Uh, not wrong but uh so so perfect joins the horsemen they go into war games which we'll talk more about war games tomorrow menders but uh then all of a sudden the big russo-esque swerve and he joins the nwo where he did not fit i don't think he fit in the nwo no nope i mean i think the world of perfect he is not the cool hip guy in this group no, he he wasn't he wasn't NWO, yeah, not storyline for them, not at all. No, no. So enters into the feud with Flair. There he is wearing the robe <laughs> on his first uh, Nitro, I think, after he joined. I mean, he he just, it just looks weird. Does, he just became does, like a tertiary NWO member, he like, did. like Vincent or Scott Norton or Stevie Ray. Stevie yeah. Ray. My question is, did he age? I mean, he looks exactly the same here in 1990, say, 98, as he did in 1988. Like, Co- take that Co- picture compared to this. Cocaine's yeah. a heck of a drug, Mark. Uh, I, <laughs> that's what I've heard. Well, and laughter probably kept him going for a long time, too, since he ribbed everybody. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, also hanging out with this guy. There he is, him and Aww. Ravishing Rick. They were both from Robbinsdale, so they grew up together. And then uh, they all they teamed up a lot in WWF too, one of the Constant Survivor Series shows yep. and all that. And Rude's another one of those. If he hadn't gotten hurt, then imagine those two as a tag team. Right. It, it would have been so good. But uh, but they were uh, they were uh, quite the pair. And uh, but after the NWO is over with, and we have this. <laughs> I can imagine Barry cackling right now, looking at this picture. Mm-hmm. The, the West, the West Texas Rednecks. Even though only Perfect was not from Texas, but he was in the <laughs> West Texas Rednecks. Right. Was that in TNA? No, this is WCW. That was WCW. Oh, oh that's right. It was, it was Wyndham and Hennig, Barry and Kendall Wyndham, and Bobby Duncan Jr. What does their shirt say? Rap and uh, crap. Rap is crap. World Tour oh, ninety nine. Rap is crap. Okay. That was the song too. Yep. They had a music video, Menders. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you remember. I probably do. It's Ugh, been a minute. I tried to forget. It's not. It's not good. <laughs> Were any of them? <laughs> no. There was Coach Buzz Buzz Stern. He was something. Who? Coach Who? Buzz Stern at the end of WCW. It was Glacier's last gimmick. Oh, jeez. Oh, he was. Gary, where were you? We needed you on the gimmicks. <laughs> yeah, you missed out on our our gimmick list. On, he on was coach Tuesdays. He was coach Buzz Stern at the end, the same time that uh, Rotunda was doing the Varsity Squad. Oh, with the Brock Hampton Varsity yeah. Club. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I think Mister Perfect is a very suitable addition to the. Uh, the Hall of Fame there, so kudos to him. And we're kind of, I know, Gary, I know you're tired, 
<laughs> and uh, we just got just a little bit more business to tend to before we let you go here, Gary, because. Uh, Not quite Devontae Knox music. Not quite. For the top 10 Tuesday. Uh, so, Menders, I kept you in the dark today about what the topic you did. was. I have no idea what the topic is. So, it's kind of topical, you know, since we were talking about the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship. It's close resemblance to the big gold, which we all agree is awesome looking. Mm-hmm. Our topic today, greatest WWE World Heavyweight Champions 02 to 14. This is only the guys that held the big gold, though, not the WWE Champions. Okay. So, so that's our uh, starting from September when Triple H was awarded the belt by Bischoff. So, like, not when like The Rock was the WCW champion during the invasion. So that's that's my that's my guidelines. Okay. All right. With that being said, wake up, Gary. I'm awake. <laughs> All right. Just making sure. Just making sure. All Let's right. Get get it get it. Come on. All right. <laughs> yeah, All right. Number ten. The world's strongest man, Mark Henry. This was my favorite run of his. He was so legit here. Like, he just wanted, like, you thought he just wanted to hurt people. Yeah. And his Hall of Pain run. His Hall of Pain. Yes. Him and and Big Show having really good matches for two guys that shouldn't have been able to do what they're doing. Yeah. And also, damn good promo during that time. He could cut a, a really good heel promo back then. Yeah, I remember watching the uh, when he beat Randy Orton for the world title. I was watching with Dustin at my house in Tilton on the pay per view, but it kind of got lost in the Punk beating Cena and running to his refrigerator later <laughs> in the night. <laughs> but I digress. All right, number nine, sentimentally maybe my favorite, King Aww, Booker. Book. You know, the last two or three of these lists, we've had one ridiculous gimmick for Booker T after another. It's kind of nice that he's on a different list, yeah. Yeah, the last episode he was G.I. Bro. Yeah. And then uh, for bringing the king with that ridiculous British accent of his. Yeah. Which was, and I'm saying ridiculous with love, because I was laughing my ass off every week when he'd come (laughs) out. Coming out, putting over Kevin Federline's rap album as a treasure. Uh, <laughs> got Regal like as his town crier. Did, did you did you go over Hugh, Hugh Morris's gimmick in the uh, MIA? Oh, I sure did. Oh, we did. We had the whole whole group. The whole group was list. in there. Did you go into uh, why he stopped being major erection and became general erection? Well, not erection, just erection. That was the last erection, name. Yeah. Because he, they didn't want to say he had a major huge erection. No, it was because he threw a fit because he he thought he was he he, he wasn't high enough ranked in the group. Oh, <laughs> so they they literally they made him general, even though it made no sense. Well, Van Hammer, but, you, know. Uh, you know, Van Hammer was private stash in yeah, uh, but he thought he should be major stash. Yeah, even though they already had major guns, you know. Yeah, tightly buck with the big hands. 
AJ. The Lieutenant I'll Wilco and Corporal Cajun, not to be forgotten. Corporal Cajun. <laughs> Flash LaRue. <laughs> oh, oh double L. That's right. With has the sideburns to match, you know. They have the L shaped sideburns. We're getting off on a tangent and I yeah, don't want to stop to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so King Booker number nine. Number eight, I, I put John Cena on here. He had two or three runs with that belt and uh and not not bad either. He came back from his broken neck and beat Jericho for it. He won it at Mania. Uh he got it off edge. He got it off edge, and then he beat Alberto for it later on, I think, before before they unified him with Thornton's belt. I cheated. I read the belt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This was. I think this was for WrestleMania because it was a three-way uh, yeah. with him and Big Show. Lazy booking, as they say. <laughs> as they say. <laughs> but yeah, it's hard not to have a world title list with without John Cena. In some I guess. Form or fashion. Yeah, I guess. Uh, was never most... a Cena fan. Yeah, hey, uh, he is has the most world titles of anybody in WWE history. Yeah. Because, as you know, Ric Flair only had two. Yeah. Okay, move on. <laughs> All right, number seven. Gary's favorite wrestler. <laughs> CM Punk. <laughs> CM, I told you so, Punk. <laughs> Uh, the only times. reason the only reason I like punk now is because I can just rub it in people's faces. <laughs> they're just they're like he's never coming back to wrestling because he'd made too big of a I'm like what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he's just counting the money. Work. He's getting paid. It's a he's work. getting paid to stay home. It's a work. I don't under but on top of that, I did actually enjoy the dog collar match with MJF. You know what? So did I. The build mm-hmm. up to that was really good. Um, mm-hmm. Him coming out to his old, although oh. a lot of people didn't quite understand it. I just love that. I love AFI. And, yeah, and I love that I agree. song. So I was, a, I was like, oh, <laughs> I wish that would have been his regular music in AEW. Cold personality is too predictable. You know. Well, I know yeah, it's, it's I, synonymous I, with him now. I know. I think but, if yeah. he goes, I think if he goes heel or something, he should go back to that. Like, I agree. But I, I brought would, back the. Uh, the I was trunks. short. I was short at the beginning up a little bit, and just so it came kind of popped a little sooner. But mm-hmm. I am a entrance music snob, though, just because I. Oh yes. Oh, I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> In a good way. I'm not knocking it. I'm the same yeah. way. I'm I'm big on like I. Entrance music to me is when you enter, like within the song, like. I, I hate people who come out at the wrong time. Yes. There's... And, and like, they'll never quite hit their mark, and it drives me insane. It's like, hey, that's not the part of the song you should be coming out in. Because that's not the... Bu- You're in the middle of the build. Well, why are you showing up in the middle of the build? Right. <laughs> anyway. Oh, CM Punk. Yes. Three times, two cash-ins, and then he beat Jeff in a ladder match before they just jobbed him out to The Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> neither here nor there but uh so yeah punkers number seven uh number six i got big dave and speaking of not hitting your cue on the interest music gary <laughs> when he would cue up when he would cue the pyro with the machine guns at the wrong point in the song 
drove me nuts every well, stinking time. That's when he well, he had to throw the the, the grenade too. So well, yeah, but <laughs> but he did it. In, he did it in the like he did it in sync with the pyro, but the pyro came in at the wrong time in the song. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, these are the things menders that bother me and Gary as professional musicians. I can understand that. Oh, oh, we're just. I'm just a musician. <laughs> I'm not actually. I'm not. Well, you're a, a singer. I'm a singer. You're a, sing- you're a singer. <laughs> well, yeah, he had a good run though. Uh, he might have had my favorite like build up to the world title with Triple H before WrestleMania. Yeah, just the way they did that, and I thought it was it was really well, done really well. It's one of those slow burns that we like so much. Because it was almost a year in the making. I liked his run there right before he quit. Like I thought oh, that when he turned heel. I thought that was probably his best work. When it was, he it was pretty good. He, he looked ridiculous. Yeah. He, he looked like an idiot, but yeah, the, <laughs> the work was good. But, uh, but yeah, so Batista's number six. Number five, we're going to stay with the uh, whole evolution theme here. Randy we got the Viper. This that is his first uh, win when he beat Benoit at SummerSlam. There. Uh, oh, he got to hold it for a cup of coffee before Hunter wanted it back. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but then when he got it back in like oh shit oh nine was it? That sounds right. Oh eight? Possibly no, it was oh seven. Oh seven. No, no. Hold on, Barry will Barry will probably Barry, correct Barry you. will correct us. But at the end of the 2000s, he got the got it back, and then he had a really good run with it. Yeah. I just the years are kind of foggy on me a little bit. If I had more time to research, because okay. I had two weeks or anything to do this. There's that's a that's another guy I didn't start liking until around the pandemic era. Was Orton? Oh yeah. I never really? liked Randy Orton. Couldn't. Oh, I love. I've always his, been a big fan. He was so slow, like with everything. Like he had so many rest holds and. And I know he's smooth, but it just, it was always the same. It was almost moves of doom, but he, he didn't have anything. But, like, n- now he's actually showing, like, he started showing something. Character? Character. Charisma? Charisma. Like, it wasn't just that <laughs> stone cold thing. It's just he did. Yeah. Riddle was good for him. Yeah. yeah. See, now, I actually was at the SmackDown when Randy Orton debuted. So was I. Oh yeah, that's right. You told was, me you were. I was there. I was there Bob too. Bob Holly. Yup. I was there. Had that awkward backstage with him, Vince, and Stacy Keebler. Yup. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was when Edge was Edge and Kurt Angle were feuding. I was there He's in Indy good. for the for Rey Mysterio's debut. Cool. I don't remember if it was Raw or SmackDown, but they SmackDown. Did, the, did the cage match and he jumped off yeah. the top and yeah. yeah, I think he beat Chavo that night, didn't he? Ironically. <laughs> Might have been Javito. Javo, he's been he's kind of been, running this track. He's been working a lot lately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, kind of cover covering his ass a little bit too. A little bit. Oh, did you see AJ's comment? Oh, hang on. Let me look. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like Viper Orton when he was an evil bastard kicked everyone in the head and he had legacy. What happened to those guys? Well, Ted Jr. ain't gonna be back anytime soon. Nope. He's sure got not. some other business to tend to. <laughs> is he a preacher now or what's he doing? He he's is in a criminal jail. now. He's a, he is a what? criminal. He's you know a that criminal. Uh, you know that 
uh, thing Brett Favre got in trouble for. In Brett Favre, 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 whatever. <laughs> yeah. But Ted DiBiase Jr. just caught up in that too. Like it's like oh. fraud and money laundering. Like two million dollars. It's like yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a lot oh, of money. He, because he didn't have as much money as Brett Favre. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who is somehow still not in jail and is actually trying to sue Pat McAfee for McAfee yes. for for everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's freedom, it's a freedom of press issue. Number one. And number two, two he, he didn't did tell it. any lies. No, he wasn't lying about anything. Uh, but I digress. Well, uh, Gary, Brett, we fell Brett, on another uh, tangent. Yeah. Oh, Barry's three, clearing it up. Three point nine million to Mississippi. Million. That's almost how much Vince made off of the sale. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Well, not really. But, all right, back to back to the uh, issue at hand here, Gerald, because we're at two fifteen almost right now. So we're going to get you out of here in a timely fashion. Number four. There he is. Yeah, you got to go Undertaker for number four. Baker. The Thunderbaker. The Thunderbaker, yeah. At least he wasn't the Underfaker. The Biker Taker. I like Biker Taker. Biker Taker is my favorite Taker. Biker Taker is? Yeah, because he's he had, realistic. He had the best entrance music because it was so dumb. <laughs> what? Not rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. No, the one where it's like, at, um, it was like something. My way. Badasses kicking assholes asses. That's, <laughs> oh, that one, yeah. And then it's like asshole. That's, that, that that's was right his, up there with the American Males his, theme. That was his theme music. music. It was awful. No, yeah, no, that was after they burned through Roland and they burned yeah. through um, American Badass. American Badass. American Badass. Yeah. Didn't he have Which, My Way too for a while? That was no, that was a WrestleMania theme. That was oh, okay. yeah, Taker's theme. That was awesome. Big Red theme was awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I digress, though. All right, we're to our top three here. All right. Number three, it's it's your favorite guy, Menders. Oh God. Chris Jericho, but this is back when. This is when awesome. I liked Jericho. I would say this is back when I did like Jericho. This is when he had the suit and the short hair and he was using the big words. He still he had a just, chest. He still had a chest. Yeah, look at that guy. He never was the most yoked fellow, but, you know, he no. was in shape. Well, he tore something at some point. Like, same thing that happened with Kofi. Mm. Yeah, that, that was definitely best in the world, Jericho. That, that's when yeah. I was okay with Jericho. <laughs> yeah. When they had to find a creative way to get the belt off of Punk without beating him. Yeah. Best nth world Jericho. <laughs> I'm just kidding there. Uh, All right, so, uh, but yeah, multiple championships. Also was WCW champion during the invasion, but that doesn't count toward this. Uh, <laughs> technically, the first guy to hold this belt is the World Heavyweight Championship, I think, because it's when he beat The Rock and Austin in the same night. Was that when he actually became, what well, was it? it was, he was the undisputed champion. Undisputed but, champion, yeah. But he was carrying both belts, though. Mm-hmm. But that falls beyond our timeline because that wasn't the same gold belt that was in this picture here. Right. Because that one has the logo on it. The uh, original <laughs> one. The one that I yeah. have didn't have the WWE logo on there. But uh, yeah, I think a very worthy number three there. 
number one and number two, I could have gone back and forth on which one was which. Okay. So it's kind of more of a one and one A. But for, <laughs> one and one A. Okay. But for the purposes of this list, number two, got to throw Edge on there. Well, I wasn't. Okay. Edge was almost synonymous with this belt. Him and yes, the guy at number one were both the guys most synonymous with this big gold belt. Uh, so good back then. Yes. I was I could I was lukewarm on Edge like Brute Edge and like Invasion Edge when he was the Intercontinental Champion and all that. When he came back in 04 from his next surgery, that's when I started really digging what he was doing. And then when he came rated R. Then when he came rated R, he stopped doing the shit with Lita, and he was just the <laughs> big gold belt guy, you know. This is I'm talking like 07, I think. I think that's when he cashed in and won the world title from uh, Undertaker on SmackDown. Okay. And then he was always, after that, he was always kind of in the hunt for that title. Yeah. For years until he retired. And he retired as champion. Yeah, he, he did. Actually gave up that belt and retired, so. So, yeah, he's definitely got to be high up on that list there. Plus, he had a cool look with the, the trench coat. He wears the trench coat better than uh, Brock does. No kidding. Yeah, you ordered it's... Undertaker off of Walmart. Come on now. Brock needs I... a bigger duster. <laughs> every every time I think of Edge now, and it's because of the Edge and Christian podcast, where they had the guy, they had like the impersonation contest, <laughs> and the guy came on a stone cold and just like, better shut up before I drop you on that stack of dimes, you call a neck. <laughs> Did you ever watch oh, the EMC show that totally reeks of awesomeness on the network? Yeah. Yep. Did you see when they did the Goonies yes. parody yep. with Sean Mooney in his pants? Yeah. It's ridiculous, but it was and awesome. And Funaki is Data. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did a Kill Bill parody, too, with Beth as the bride. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's actually pretty well done. But the show was ruined for me when they put Tommy Dreamer in the kiddie pool covered in baby oil. <laughs> that was just off-putting. Tommy, 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 Don't look at me, Gary. That's like my one of my favorite stories ever, like Stone Cold on the cross, being raised uh-huh. up and <laughs> trying to act tough, and it's like, don't look at me. It's like, wow, whoa. <laughs> Playing the game. Oh. Uh, yeah, if you can't have fun at work. Then what's the point? I used to listen to ENC podcast all the time too. Oh my so gosh! I, yeah, I loved it. Yes, I was bummed when they took it off. Yeah, that sucked. No, they had to come back to work. Yeah, yeah I so know. Edge had to go film Vikings or what's, whatever it was. What sucks is I was looking to to start listening to it again because it's been so long. But like the the section, I can't find the section before they switched companies. They switched mm-hmm. to like the the bigger podcast company. Oh yeah, and like exactly. all the episodes before that are 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 gone on off uh, that sucks. everywhere. So Edge actually read yeah. one of my questions on the oh, podcast yeah. once. Yeah, I nice. asked uh, the uh, Mount Rushmore of NXT, Ooh. and they actually Good went question. through it. I was nice. impressed. Nice. I've had a couple questions read on Pritchard's podcast, but I forget what they were. I think I asked if the mount they ever thought about having the Mountie ride to the ring on a horse. <laughs> and he said they had, but they couldn't figure out the logistics. Because the, the aisle was so slippery. Yeah. 
That's the perfect Mark Redman question. <laughs> like, if you had to, like, distill down Mark's questioning of things. <laughs> right. So, that's, that's it. Just like, it's like, you know, this global warming is going on, and Mark's just sitting there. He's really <laughs> toiling away, and he's like, you know what? wonder why the Mountie never rode down on a horse. <laughs> that's, that's that is that is these are the things that cloud my mind, Gary. This 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 is every single third wheels practice when we're in the middle of because I've always got wrestling on the TV on mute. And he's just every once in a while he'll just stop strumming his guitar and he's just watching. <laughs> and it's like 1985 SummerSlam or side ass main events. Yeah. The occasional WrestleMania. Gary, we've flown onto another tangent. So let's yeah. uh, yep. the cat has informed me that we're taking too long, so we're gonna get to number one here. Or Kayfabe Kitty Noodles Redman has been in my ear most of this episode. You saw it. I say, say Noodles has been there most of the night. Yeah, yeah. All right. So number one <coughs> it's kind of an obvious number one after who else has been on the list. There he is. There he is, the game, Triple H. Officially the first World Heavyweight Champion of this incarnation from O2. And, you know, honestly, he was the only guy for three or four years that was really worthy to hold the belt. Yeah. Because they didn't have a lot of, like, really, like, I mean, they put him with Bubba Ray and Booker and Goldust, guys like that. And Booker could have worked. I mean, I get why they didn't, but then it wasn't until they uh, they got Benoit in there to win the belt. And AJ referenced, I can't believe Redacted didn't make the list. I got it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because it was Benoit did it. Then they tried Orton, but then no, I guess Orton wasn't sorry. getting over. I guess Orton wasn't getting over as a babyface, so they put it back on Triple H. Oh, Bari, shame on you, great colleague. Shame on you, Bari. <laughs> but yeah, up until Batista, they didn't have anybody that they that really got over with the belt. And that was yeah, in 05. Yeah. Tri- Triple oh, H no. was kind of the opposite of what I was talking about earlier. Like, he knew exactly how to make a regular entrance. Mm-hmm. Had an amazing entrance. Came out at the right time. Spit water at the yes. right times. Had the missed cues. his... But... If you ask him to do a special entrance at a pay-per-view, it was always the the dumbest Kenny Omega-looking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> at least three different songs in each one. Yeah. One was with, was a, like, a Terminator one or something. One was a Terminator one. One was, like, the Pharaoh he came up with the uh, throne. Yeah. Yeah. The it was, only, like, Sasha, Alexa, and Charlotte were his ladies and yeah, kind of like thing. Like, the only good one was probably the one where he came up dressed like Conan. That was yeah, okay. it was awesome. That was my favorite one, the one in but Chicago. Like, yeah, but every other one was just awful. Like he just never, ever hit one out of the park. No, he couldn't yeah. have AJ. We only went to 2014. Oh, he had it in 2011. Oh, did he have it in 2011? Yeah, because he remember he dropped it to Sheamus in 18 seconds. Oh yeah. In tw- so it was kind of a short run. That's why he didn't make the list. Gotcha. I could have put Seamus on there if I wanted to. Yeah, you could have. Oh, could have put Shambo on there. Seamus. 
That's Seamus. Calls him. <sighs> we call him Shambo. <laughs> ah, I got you. Uh, let's see. So, well, Gary, if you need to get out of here, I will let you go. But yeah, I've got, got a little bit more uh, business to to deal with here before we go. We got to pay the bills and everything. Yeah, yeah, I got to get going. I got to go check on the the parents. So yes, yes, you do what you got to do, my friend. All right. Uh, we will see you soon. Hopefully, in two weeks, we get right. you back. Good seeing you guys. All right, see later, you, Gary. Later. And done. Pretty much. Mic drop. Okay, so AJ said 2012. Yeah, it was basically from like November of 2011 through WrestleMania in 2012. Okay. But, uh, there was a while there that I quit watching, Uh and then I didn't pick it back up till 2014. So there was a little bit where I didn't watch. So, Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so. Got a little uh, more business to deal with. Going to pay some bills, and then I got an announcement to make here, Menders, for the network. Okay. But, so for starters, uh, prowrestlingtees.com pro slash JTRpod for Jumping the Rail Podcast Network t-shirts. All the uh, all the good stuff, you know, that uh, we talk about it all the time. Gary says it's a work. Yep. That's, that's, that's where our Gary was selling. I'm working on another one for, uh, for Gary with the bearded dragon. I think I showed you the... Template menders. I think you but, did. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Del Rio, shut up, Bari. <laughs> so yeah, these are the ones that you see on uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. You can go through, check them out, see what you see what you like. Hoss fight. Hoss fights draw money. It's true. And our iHeart series, the iHeart heels. That's the one you got signed by MJF Menders. That is the one I have signed by MJF. Yes, I haven't decided if I wanted to take that one or the I I, I hate lazy booking, but I didn't want to offend him. Yeah. So if you ever beat Corny, you need to take the I heart lazy booking. Oh, I will, but I doubt I'll ever get to meet him. Uh, you may. You never know if he's nearby. Yeah, you know, he, he doesn't. doesn't he doesn't. He doesn't like people. <laughs> Who does though? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. They got the network. So all this good stuff's on ProWrestlingTees.com. Oh, there's our there's our zero one shootout stuff. Yay. Yeah. There you go. Then uh, brainbustertees.com slash other slash JTR dash podcast dash network. Uh, got some other cool stuff here. Hoodies, baseball shirts, t-shirts, fanny packs, hats, stickers, all kinds of cool stuff there. So check that out. Get your and, Giddy uh, Mindy shirt. Get a Giddy Mindy shirt. Yeah, if you listen to the <laughs> Zero One shootout, we got Giddy Mindy and uh, all kinds of cool stuff there. So go check that stuff out for us. Then uh, uh, also, I, I want to make a programming announcement here. Because after chatting with our buddy Bari, we have decided to uh, launch a YouTube series coming up. We haven't decided on a date yet, but it's going to happen. It won't be a podcast. It's just going to be on on the Jumping the Rail uh, YouTube channels. And uh, it's going to basically be focused on on championship belts, history, designs, all that kind of stuff. Oh, YouTube will be in hog heaven. There you see it there. Gold Rush. With Rev and Barry, and uh, because we're both giant belt nerds, uh, and it should be fun, you know. We will, like, if we get more, we'll show them on the air, we'll talk about them, all that stuff. And uh, Barry yeah, better be have all of his behind him. He, he may, I, if I had more shelving behind me, all I have is a curtain, 
Yeah. So I can't really do that on my end, but uh, but yeah, so it'll, it should be fun if you if you like title belts, we we'll just kind of like do our like do our thing, just kind of mark out a little bit on these and what we like about them, what we don't. They do so, mark yeah. out on them. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, just keep an eye on the uh, socials. We'll we'll put it up for sure when we have a date for our first episodes. And, and yeah, so hopefully you'll check it out and you'll enjoy it. And uh, Menders, I don't think I have anything else to uh, to deal with today, unless you have anything you want to add. Well, make sure you catch out, catch us tomorrow when we get ready for war games on the Zero One Shootout podcast. At yes, five yes, yes. At five o'clock, we will be okay. joined by the chairman of the Low Lives in Zero One USA, one Jordan Perry. Uh, because if you haven't got your tickets yet, Zero One USA and Decatur, the war game show on Saturday, it should be a lot of fun. Devon Dudley is going to be Devon there. Devon Dudley is going to be there. We're actually going to meet and greet him this time, though, right? Yeah, I would choose to meet and greet him. I, I am going to do the same. Nice, nice, nice. And I don't know, there might be some other cool stuff happening, but we have to find out for sure before we make that uh, make that known. Uh, yeah. You can, actually, you can also get your picture taken in the cage on Saturday. Well, everybody else the, can. After the show. Oh, we'll get you in there somehow. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> Just go over the top, you know. You don't have to put yeah, to put. I'll just climb over the top. That sounds like yeah, a great you know. plan. <laughs> show, me, show me, show me the flaws in that plan. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, one, I'm in a. I'll be in a wheelchair at the show. That yeah, that, could be a, that could be a problem. That's that's, that's true. That could be a problem. Okay, but yeah. So tomorrow night, five o'clock p.m. Uh, join us on the Zero One Shootout uh, with Jordan Perry talking about war games. And then uh, we'll be back here in two weeks with another episode of uh, Jumping the Rails. So for the departed bearded dragon, Gary Vestelio, and for Menders, this is Reb saying life is hard, work stiff, and we will see you later. <laughs>